Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. You are listening to an All Games Radio Network broadcast of AllGames.com. Hi, this is Normie from Knuckleballer Radio and ZombieCast, and you're listening to one of my favorite shows on the Geeky Antics Network. Don't forget to check out the rest of the gang over at geekyantics.net. Warning, there might be rants and food ahead and possibly inappropriate behavior. Don't tell anybody, though. What's up, guys, geeks, gamers, ninjas, robots, chicks, non-chicks, dudes, non-dudes? What's up, everybody? It's Horseplay Live. I know that was really weird, but it just kept talking. But anyway, today is March 17th, 2016. It's St. Patty's Day, guys. This is episode 118, cleverly titled, (laughs) Poopy Butt. Before we get into all the fun ahead, guys, in this episode, I'm joined by everybody knows this guy. He's the the man behind the scenes of GeekyAntics.net, the one, the only Yogi Zilla. What's up, man? I didn't think you actually would read that. Well, <laughs> yes, I named it Poopy, best title ever. Actually, well, well, what's today's it was title really? Poop, and then dot 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 butt b u t dot b u t t. Yeah. Anyway, go ahead. But the, the real title is. The, the the week one uh, impressions uh, the division impressions and uh, gaming industry shenanigans that's what we're, that's our tentative title but you know what by the time it hits the I like poopy uh, butt you like poopy butt okay. I do I I'll do. put that I'll put that tentatively poopy butt uh, we'll, we'll try to but mention. you gotta you gotta keep you gotta keep the but just not the no 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 not oh, okay this one but t yep just you could you know but you gotta make sure you have the dots in there exactly how the title is on the stream. Oh, yeah. I see what you're saying. So it's poopy, dot, 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 but. Mmm, I like it. Kind of interesting, right? Yeah. You know, I found out something really interesting. Uh, and I have a lot of friends in the UK, but I found out for the first time ever that fanny means something completely different to them than it does to us Americans. And it blew my mind. Isn't fanny like a, uh, it's not, it's not uh, your butt. It's, isn't it like a maid or something like that? No, that's a nanny. A fanny in in the UK is the opposite direction, the opposite side. A cooch? 
Yeah. <laughs> or what did you say last week? The cooter. The cooter. Yep. <laughs> it's a great word. But so I just started cracking yeah, it up. Got Fifi across the table looking at me, going, shaking her head, like, "What the fuck are you guys talking about?" Well, this is great because now with all my British friends, I just keep saying stupid things like, "Hold on, guys, I'm gonna check my fanny pack." Oh, hold on, I gotta, I gotta reset my fanny flaps. <laughs> the stupid shit like that is. Yeah, you have to be there. You have to be there. Yeah, that does sound pretty stupid. That's all I got to say. Really. Your face, your face, your lip, bro. What's up? Is that all you got, man? That's all, that's all I got, really. That's all I got. I can't say, like, oh, you're bald head, because I got a bald head. I'm just... Oh, your ugly beard. I got an ugly beard. <laughs> I'm just I'm just going to get you a bucket of water, because your jokes are getting kind of dry. But a bump. Anyway. Anyway. What you been up to, buddy? Like, the, how's, uh, how's all the uh, shenanigans at the house? The shenanigans never end. They never, ever end. Oh, BFT must have known what the ta- tonight's title was because he said good evening, poopy butts. Did he know something that we don't? Did you just notice that I just, I just caught on to that? No, I, I saw it earlier and I said, what up, you sexy bitch? How do you know? But yeah, you know, shenanigans continue. It's been uh, particularly crazy in the house, you know, stuff going on. Family stuff, not, not really worth talking about on air. But, uh, you know, family is always never a dull moment. You know how it is. But beyond that, uh, you know, I, had, I was telling you yesterday when we were playing Rainbow Six Siege, uh, part of the fun I've been having is uh, just realizing just just how much it's true that the people with money are the stingiest people. Rich mm-hmm. people are the worst people to deal with. Like, they are, like the reason they're rich, a lot of the time, it's, it's one of two reasons. They get lucky or they're stingy as hell. Well, yeah, that's true. Or, or they're Dutch. Or they're Dutch. They just come into money, maybe? Yeah. No, yeah. no, like, no, they're Dutch. Like, as in, um, oh, that's $100. Uh, no, I'll do it myself. Or, or that's $2. Uh, I'll make my own coffee at home. Yeah, oh, like the, the, the DIY you know, like, type, yeah. Well, my wife. No, no, listen. My wife's 100% Dutch, and she doesn't act like it. She saves money. We do. We well. We both save. Like she's taught me a lot about saving money and a lot about you know like bill pay. Like she's a fucking genius when it comes to paying bills. Like she's got two households right now that she's doing, and she's for the most part. I think you know she hasn't come at me going. I'm gonna cut my throat. I can't deal with these bills. No, she hasn't done that. I mean, she's doing it awesome. So I learned a lot from her. But she's, she's, you know, whenever it, it, it suits her, she, like tonight, she's like, I'm 100% Dutch, bitch. You know? <laughs> That's probably uh, where the, the phrase, let's go Dutch on it, comes from. Let's go Dutch, yeah. You pay for yourself. Isn't that where I, isn't that where that came from, that phrase? Yeah, it's, it's yeah. when everybody pays for their part, you know? Yeah. None of this, I'll pay your part. Uh, but it still goes back to being stingy. You know, okay, or if that's stingy, frugal, because stingy, stingy. stingy has a a negative connotation. Yeah, frugal, like you said, frugal. It's it. That's probably the word. I wouldn't say stingy though, because there are a lot of there are well budget minded. Yeah. How about budget minded? <laughs> budget minded. That's a good. That's a good word. Frugal See, I'm, is probably the best. Frugal. I, I'm frugal. I'm budget minded. I'm cheap. But I'm when cheap it comes to it. Dude. This is the way. I, this is the thing, though. My gaming stuff. This is here's my thing. You know, I, I freelance. I do consulting work. I I uh, leverage our network. 
to uh, attract certain kind of sponsors, advertisers, clients, uh, and, and get business for, for myself and also for other people that contribute to the network consistently. Uh, we have like a referral network. This is part of what we do on Geeky Antics. You know, it's not just a content network. You know, we're just really taking, making the most out of the brand. And, and, and it's good too because we have a family of sites and we have all this different content and that's the, the, the proof in the pudding that we have traction. We're showing up on Google searches. We have the audience where we have an engaged audience. We convert people. You know, we have all those mm-hmm. things happening. So that gets people excited. But the whole thing is, you know, if you have a business, right? The way I look at it is the, what, the amount of money you invest into something shows how passionate you are about it. So when you try to go cheap on it, it tells me that you're only in it just to make as much money as possible and, and you're not really passionate about what that business is about. You don't believe it's actually profitable or or has longevity. You know, like a lot of businesses, what they do is a, a lot of business. I would say most businesses start off from someone seeing a trend, right? And they say, oh, that's a hot, that's a hot market, that's a hot trend. I'm going to jump on that, make as much money as they can from it, and then sell off the business before it tanks. And that's what most business people do. They don't care about the the product. Well, that's because care. that's because those business people don't know how to run it. All right. Yes, yeah. they can they can they can they can they can burst in there and and make as much money at that time that needs to be made or that can be made, but they really don't have the know how to actually run the business. The ins and outs, what's going to happen, every, you know, with your with your uh, your your income coming in versus what you're spending going out. Um, your first initial thought was, I agree with that to a point. Um, I don't really think of how much you spend means how much your, you know, how much your your uh, what what's the word you used? How much your actually and no, it's not how much you spend on something doesn't really mean how much you love it. Well, this is what I because mean. this is what like, I mean though. Well, if you have the disposable income, right? You have the the the, the money, right? This is what I mean. If all if you have the money. To invest in it, then the money should not be an object. So, so let, let's let's say if you someone just finished telling me I just closed a sales uh, a deal worth five thousand dollars just for the week, and that's just one client of several of several, mm-hmm. right? And then you turn around and say, so I need you to build me a website and promote it. Uh, how much you charge? And I give you a price. You go. Someone was telling me it's more in the ballpark of three to five hundred dollars. That's something right there. You don't take your business seriously. And this is the kind of shit I have to deal with sometimes. People say, like trying to really lowball, and a part of the problem is that it's not, it's, it, you know, because I do a, I do a really good job. Uh, you well, know, I, I know I have some opportunities with some things, but right. as far as managing expectations, I'm very clear. This is this is my this is my going rate. This is how long this is going to probably take, and this is how it, how much it would take if I charge you hourly. But this is the price I'm going to give you, and this is everything that it gives you. I, like I break it down completely, so there's a value, a, a clear value, and a clear path to revenue they can see, right? But if you if you try to lowball, and the problem is, it's because of all the Fiverr type sites, right? Where you could get a, a graphic done for you, or like a logo done for five bucks, or you could get a, a simple web page done for five bucks. Every, you know, you could get an article written for five bucks because you know that you outsources it to people in India where that's five dollars is like you know ten thousand dollars to them or some stupid conversion. You well, know, the only thing the only thing that I could say just to just to say okay, you get what you pay for. It's true. Okay. It's absolutely once I, true. Like, if you think about it, okay, once I start and we get everything going and I'm, I'm ready to actually, um, you know, put the, put it out there and advertise and do whatever I need to do for, you know, sponsor-wise, 
yes, if I'm going to pay somebody, you know, five hundred to a thousand dollars just to say, okay, here this this, and they're going to advertise for me for so long, blah 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 blah. I get what I pay for. Mm-hmm. Of course, if I go with uh, if I'm going to pay somebody five thousand dollars, okay, you better you better freaking impress me because I'm paying you that kind of. I don't mind spending the money, but it's you better impress me. Yeah, I I've got to see something out of this. Well, here's the thing that's funny. If if anyone that does consulting and freelancing, they can probably relate to this. You you know, especially if you sub you know if subcontracting, that's a whole other ballgame too. But the pe- when you cut people deals, those people are usually the worst clients because even after you give them that break, they still have super high expectations. Like you realize you're paying pennies on the dollar for that money, you can't expect much. And I'm to- I'm completely all about over the you know under promising over delivering you know it's all about having that value added but it, you keep it, you keep that idea when i need you okay well yeah but and and i work with people i work with friends but the thing is don't insult me by offering me something that even a high schooler would laugh at you know like but, but you kind of you kind of think though uh, you know these people don't know you the difference between me and them is i know you i already know what you can do i already know how valuable how <laughs> Yeah, man. Say right word, right? How valuable? How do you say that shit? Fucking word. Valuable. Valuable. Yeah. How valuable you, just, you, you are. You were just putting what, another syllable in it. That's all. <laughs> how, what you can do with everything. Yeah. You know. You know how you build a website. I I know it. I'm looking at geeky antics right now. You know what I mean? I, you got to think about it that way too. Like these people are like, well, uh, hey, if I can save a little bit of money, just having him do it real quick. Shit, why not? I, yeah, and that's the if thing, they want to pay you three to five hundred dollars, you hey, all right, I'll do this. It ain't gonna be much. See, at, at my point, just because of my work ethic and the pride I take in my work, I can't, I can't even take that cheapy job and just throw something together because I feel dirty. Personally, that's my ethics. It's not worth my time. And when I, if I make something, it doesn't matter if I write you an article, if I ghostwrite your book, if I design your website, whatever I'm involved in, whether it's more technical or more creative, you know, if I manage your uh, game project, your so- or you're developing a, so- a software application, whatever mm-hmm. it is, I want it to succeed. I have a vested interest in it because if it fails, that reflects on me. That's, yeah, a, that's how I look it. at it. You got to think about that too. That if if that's what you do, if, but you got to think about it. What you know, I lost my kind of my train of thought. But what what is what does everybody else want out of it? Again, if they're just looking to make that quick buck, and then all of a sudden, you know, um, they oh my god, this is getting bigger than I thought. I I made enough money, I'm out. See, that's a very good point, and I don't want to get too deep into this. I know this is just our opening banter, folks. But you know, right. we talk about all things. This is a very big geek culture thing, and I know a lot of geeks out there have their own little they moonlight or they have their own business that they do part time or full time. So any, like any streamer or YouTuber, that's a business, guys. Oh yeah, absolutely. If you're making any money, any money whatsoever, whether it be for views on YouTube or a donation of five dollars, you're making money. Now there's certain brackets that you have to surpass to to that you you have to do taxes and whatnot. But really, if you're making any kind of money off of anything that you're doing, as, you know, especially with something that is as as situated and and as as concrete as a streamer or or, or a YouTuber would be, that's a business. Absolutely, but you said a good point. You made a good point, Obi. And that's what I wanted to hone in on. Mm-hmm. You said you said you have to get a feel for what people want, and that's that's 
that right there, you hit the nail on the head. I said probably the most brilliant thing you've ever said, dude. Because the biggest part of negotiating a price is trying to figure out what the person actually wants. That's and that goes mm-hmm. back to managing expectations. Like, what do you want from this? And a lot of people, when they look at a website, to most people, a website is just a static thing. It's a brochure. It's a business card. That's it. But a website is so much more than that. It could be so much more than that. It should be so much more than that because that could be a huge value center, not a cost center if you treat it the right way. Well, then, too, I mean, you can... I mean, you can and you can go off and you know. Of course, you got the information that you're putting out on your website. You can have one of your spots on your website be turned into a mobile store, or you know, a, an online store. I mean, there's you know, think about it. Everything that you can do with this can be done. You just you got to be willing to pay what's fair to be have it done. A five hundred. I'm gonna tell you right now, guys. A five hundred dollar website is. Is a couple pages welcome and information and really that's you're 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 cutting it close because you got to think about too how many hours is this guy gonna actually take to do this and it actually be good and here's the thing take, too you know is it gonna take thirty minutes oh no okay no way you know, even well, if, it, if just, this is really hear talented me hear me out hear me out. Is it going to take 30 minutes? Okay, it's 30 minutes. So your hourly rate's 100 bucks an hour, so I'm going to give you 50 bucks. Yeah. Okay, is it going to take t- 10 hours? Okay, that's that sounds good. If it's done in 10 hours, you know, I mean, it, but you got to make sure that, you know, you as, like, and you as a, um, as, I want to say a producer for a consumer, I guess, I don't know the right word, but you as that, that, that contractor really needs to know what you're doing. Because if you promise something to somebody and then you're like, well, hey, it's going to be a thousand bucks. And somebody's like, okay, sure. All I want is a simple website. I want to make sure that I can, you know, eventually expand it in the future, blah, blah, blah. So where you don't have to do much in the beginning. And, you know, and you say, okay, it'll take 10 days. Just, you know, round number. Okay, 10 days and it'll be done. I'll give you, you know, half, half now, half, half when it's complete. Right. So you go off and you, you do it, you take, you know, nine days in and they're like, oh fuck, I gotta start this, this website for this guy. And on that tenth day, it's a half-assed piece of crap website. Well, first of all, the guy's gonna say, okay, I want my money back. First of all, then you're in trouble there. Well, there's no refunds. Well, guess what? Okay, I'll just take you to small, small claims court. Cause people take you to small claims court for, what was the lowest one I had? 50 bucks? Oh yeah. I mean, really, I, I got, I mean, I got put in, 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 in collections for $51, literally. Uh, and it cost it was, them, it cost them more to just put, file that paperwork. Like, it was years. Yeah. Like, this is one of those little things on my credit report where, you know, we've been doing a lot of X, we're getting ready to buy a house and, you know, we're getting ready to move up as a family and everything. And, and it, 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 it took years for me to actually know it was even there. Yeah. Like I was it's like, crazy, hey, man. I have a fifty. What pay that off? You know, or I, my, it's like three hundred bucks. Why? Why is it still there? Yep. Well, and that's you know part ninety nine point nine nine percent of that is my wife hooking me up. <laughs> <laughs> Word. Well, you know the the, the thing too is uh, with a, like a website, like you know a lot of stuff I do is more strategic rather than operational. Mm-hmm. 
I, to just make something, anyone could make something. That's pretty easy to pick up. But to look at something as an end-to-end thing, look at the whole of it and, and tie it into an integrated marketing approach, an integrated creative or uh, business approach, a, a whole model, and make it yeah. all work together, that's a whole different thing. It's not yeah. this little separate thing that that's just uh, exists in an abyss, you know? And, and right. you mentioned, like... Uh, you know, you missed so many good things. I know we got to move on, but yeah, we do. <laughs> it's just, you know, it's just crazy. Like, I, my time at this, you know, and the same thing with you. Time is such a premium these money. days. The, if I spend so much time with someone that's be, being a real pain in the butt, just negotiating terms and pricing, I, that's time. You've already that wasted an hour and a half of your time where you could have actually been building it for them. Yeah, exactly. And it's just, mm-hmm. it's crazy. Like, like, it just boggles my mind. Uh, I don't. I don't get it. Uh, and and it, it, right. It, it, I don't know. It's just. It, it's. It, it's amazing that how much people undervalue the the hard work that folks do for these. And, and and believe it or not, there's a lot of people that do that. But guys, if you guys were wondering, just in case you were wondering, the opening thing for the show. Uh, Horseplay Live is Robot Bunny, and you guys can find that music. Uh, we use it on geek antics shows that are brought to you. It's basically it's all brought to you royalty free by Technoax, and that's Technoax.com. Uh, you guys can go look at that. It's Techno with a K, um, and just go check him out. He's got thousands of songs, thousands of remixes, and 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 just some good music, and it's all royalty free. So, anyway, tonight on the show, guys, we have some old news and some new deals. Um, we're going to rant some more just because <laughs> it, it's really not horseplay live unless we rant. So we're going to do that anyway. And how the gaming industry needs some major innovations and revitalization. Oh, I said that big ass word. Holy shit. Oh, what have yeah. you been watching and playing guys? That's what we want to know. Uh, let's share once again, uh, because well, it's what you do. It's what you do on a gaming podcast. You just keep repeating things over and over again. But yes, um, the division just uh, recently came out, so we're going to be sharing um, our our week one uh, impressions. Um, and you got to remember too, I'm on PC, Yogi's on Xbox One, so we're actually going to be you know sharing some different uh, you know what's different on Xbox opposed to PC. There's a lot, um, kind of a uh, kind of some um, what's the word rumors of xbox or microsoft actually given uh xbox one and and pc players a chance to play with each other which would be awesome um but we'll get into all that here soon by the way guys if you're new to the show welcome to our ramp party Woo! <laughs> horseplay live is everywhere is where geeks come to play of course and nine times out of ten get in trouble well, we get in trouble every week anyway. We are the flagship talk radio show for the Geeky Antics Network in collaboration with AllGames.com. Our show covers all the aspects of geek culture, a special focus on indie and strategy games, technologies, rants, issues geeks face, and of course community events that we try to put on or be a part of. Did I say, did I say we rant? I think no, I said I think, it like six know. times. No, okay, well we rant any... too, guys. We rant. Mm-hmm. Rant. Mm-hmm. As in just talk shit about one thing for five or six minutes. Anyway, sometimes we even talk about tabletop and retro gaming and food. Why? Mm. Just because. Speaking of food, Obi, you know what I, what mm. candy I like? I like runts, and it sounds like rents. It's just one letter off. I, I just had my wife pick me up a bag of dum-dum suckers. Oh, those are great. Oh, the suckers, not the, not the gummies. 
No, the suckers. Like, because every now oh, no, and then you know, like, suckers. Never mind. Yeah, dum dum suckers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those are the little, but, the little ones, right? Yeah, yeah, the little ones. They had a cool hey, commercial back in the days. Why you're, why you're going now? You'll you let, let everybody know a little bit more about the show. Yeah, we're 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 playing live. We're live and uncut. If that wasn't clear, uh, so crazy things may happen, and they will happen. Uh, you know, we're a late night show, so at this time of the day, we usually let our inhibitions go. We speak from the heart. Sometimes we fart. We just whatever whatever is clever, whatever's going on in our lives, whatever we see going on in the geeko sphere. That's what we talk about. Not just gaming, just you know the creative process. Uh, you know. Uh, Entrepreneurship, uh, technology, all kinds of things like that. We get into it, and then you, we, we just we let it take us wherever it takes us. But sometimes in that process, we may say something offensive. We do not intend to do so. We don't try to be controversial just for the sake of being controversial. We just, again, we keep it authentic. We speak our minds, and uh, we do that with, with responsibility. But if we do offend, we just want to remind you, keep an open mind, have fun with us, come along for the ride. Because, you know, with a name like a horseplay, you kind of have to expect... There's going to be shenanigans. That's just the way it is. And if we say something really to hurt your feelings, get the fuck over it. Don't forget, guys, Horseplay Live is every Thursday at 11 p.m. Eastern Time, 8 p.m. Pacific, on Twitch channels Geeky Antics and YogiZilla. Horseplay Live replay is also available on Thursdays at 5 p.m. Eastern Time on AllGames.com. Make sure you guys check that out. If you guys want to go check that out, you can go over there, AllGames.com. Click on the live or chat button. Come hang out with us. Because most of the time we're here, we're there. Yogi's lurking, always there. Um, when I can get the right at the right time and, you know, the right, you know, whatever, I show up and, and talk for a little while. But you guys come help us out. Uh, give, us a, give us a couple minutes of your time. You just mute it in the background. It works, too. Five minutes, that's all we want. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Usually, uh... You know, we say five minutes, but it, you know, if you don't like the opening band, to skip ahead about fifteen minutes. And by then, we usually get into the news and the meat and potatoes of the show. So there's that too. But of course, if you're listening live, you can't skip ahead. So you know, that's what that might be one you want to tune in. Just saying. Right. So Obi, right. do you have a do you have an Obi on the podi moment? I don't. Share? I have so many things that are grinding my gears right now, but half of them are I don't want to talk about right now. Because they're just happening, and those people might be listening to the show. Yeah. So, I don't want to do that. Oh, yeah, I was going to... I don't want to drive them away. I'm glad we got to talk yesterday. I don't care if I piss anybody off, but I don't I, really want to do it tonight. Well, I'll tell you what, I'm glad we got to talk yesterday, because we both got a lot of stuff off our chest and from our lives, and I think it kept us from ranting more than we have already, because <laughs> it would have been a yeah. shitstorm otherwise. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I know more stuff about you than probably anybody, and then vice versa. Um, but uh, gotta have somebody to talk to you. But uh, Yogi, are you ready? I'm ready. Are you ready? Oh, I'm ready. And it's time for the obligatory news and rants. Ding. <laughs> and did not forget. So, folks, we're gonna try to go through this quick today. It's written in there. Ding. <laughs> Well, you know, I still might forget it. You never know, because I, I go into I go into places that I can't even explain. But, folks, tonight, you know, we do have quite a bit of news. So this is what we're going to do. We usually do shout-outs. Uh, so, I'm gonna, you know, for our newer listeners, I want to prepare you for what's ahead. We're going to skip the shout-outs. We're going to do our news. We're going to have some deals real quick. And then I think we should jump, just jump right in to talking about our feature discussion. That's not good to you, Obi? Great. 
Of course, yeah, we know. are a live show, so if you're in the chat and you want to join us, we do have the team speak. If you do, uh, you know, pound or bang, not not pound, bang, you know, exclamation mark, team speak or call in, either one, it'll tell you our team speak info. You can jo- join us live. Uh, or you can leave us a voicemail message. Well, Obi, what's that number for them to leave a voicemail or an SMS, a text message? What's that? Exactly. Like? He did say it right, guys. You can text messages on this number. You guys mm-hmm. can call or text 646-801-2149. One more time, 646-801-2149. Come check us out and just leave us a voicemail if you want to. Or, like I said, text it and we'll read it out. Now, if it's a whole bunch of profanity and and whatnot texted out we might not read it but uh that's just a chance you take yeah making something at least interesting and unique you know I, yeah yeah we're, we're not too picky like if you're gonna call in and text us and say my balls are big i'm we're probably not gonna read that just saying depends on the context though that might be a depends, good thing and it like. depends on who it is yeah if it's the same person that keeps leaving troll messages that's not fun but then if a bunch of people decide to troll the same week, we might play them. You know, Tim Curtis Jr. comes in and goes, balls, and that's all he, you know, leaves. That Yeah, we'll listen to that. Yeah, that could work. See? It's all about context, I think. But uh, also, email, mail at geekyantics.net. That's the thing. Uh, and, of course, we have the Facebook group, facebook.com forward slash geekyantics. We're at we the website, geekyantics.net. All our info's over there. We got forums. We got private messaging, public messaging. We got, you could... Integrate your YouTube and your Twitter. It's pretty, it's a very social site. We got tons of stuff. We even we even have groups now dedicated to specific interests. Uh, actually, Obi uh, Mergalicious and Renee Bones are gonna they want to head up some stuff. They're looking to do a Pokemon League. Pretty cool. Oh. And we got the of course we got the Elder Scrolls uh, uh, Facebook group, and we have the Division slash Tom Clancy community, uh, the Facebook group as well. Yeah, I'm in it too. Yeah, so it's gonna be a lot of lot of fun discussion going to be coming there. You'll get a preview of them to this week and uh, hopefully in the weeks ahead as we uh, we talk more about the, the how the game's evolving and what we think about the future of the franchise. But anyway, I, I can't say though since I played last night or we played yesterday or what was it last night? Yeah. Uh, the division. I'm actually waiting for the show to get done so I can play a little bit more because like I'm. It's actually I can I can just do. Do terrorist hunt, put it on, because nobody talks anyway. It's not like they communicate. I mean, they probably were, but we weren't listening to them. But on a division or a Rainbow Six Siege, Siege. Okay, yeah, yeah. Siege, where we're just going in, and I go in there now, and and I jumped in there first person, played about a half hour, uh, just to you know maybe try to get a couple more, um, more of the the people, and it was it was fun. Mm. I mean, I, I've done now every mission. I've done every every map. So I know them all now. So it's like I know where they're coming from. I wish, the, situ- the, I wish the situations were co-op, though, dude. That would have been so cool to do them with you. Yeah, but we're going to have – and two, guys, real quick. I'm going to let you guys know this now. We will be doing uh, playthroughs, okay, Myself and Yogi Zilla of uh, Rainbow Six Siege, or Rainbow Six Vegas, and Vegas Two. We're gonna be playing co-op. We're gonna be doing a whole playthrough. Um, we'll be streaming it. I'll be streaming it off of Xbox, um, and we'll we'll figure out how to get it exported to YouTube. So if you guys want to go watch it, uh, it'll probably be in a couple hour blocks. Um, sorry for that, but like, if, if there's something really funny happens or something, I'll make sure that we, we write the time 
uh, of when it happens, <laughs> yeah. so you guys can go right to it and say, "Hey, for funny moments, go to one hour and ten minutes or something like that." And then Speaking you guys of which, see that. Ob, there's been people that are enjoying our videos. They're going back to old videos. Mm-hmm. They're going through. I don't know if you saw this, but they're going through there and writing timestamps themselves of their favorite moments or specific segments that they noticed. I'm like, wow, okay, people are doing the work for us. Sweet. And we're finally yeah. getting to that level where people are actually taking that initiative for us. So uh, thank you for that, guys. Uh, that's, that's, that's actually pretty awesome because I wish I had the time to do that, and a lot of us don't. Sometimes I just want to get the content out there, and then, you know, if I see that the, the, uh, particular videos getting traction, I'll go back and, and edit the description and stuff and change the keywords and everything, make, give it a little more polish. But to just, you know, do that for every video, it's a lot of content to do it for. It's too much time. <laughs> So that's pretty neat. So yeah, Vegas, uh, Vegas, and Vegas too definitely be be cool to play. And that's co-op, so we'll be able to do it and and play the whole storyline through. Um, now, and we'll be doing other things on there, guys. Like uh, there's a couple other things than just the storyline to do co-op. So we'll we'll have some fun, and you know we'll be doing like I said, we'll be doing some streams. Um, don't know if Yogi will be dual streaming, but I know for a fact when we actually start playing Madden. Uh, on stream, Fatal Blades will actually be dual streaming with us. Or um, what game was that when we were? Maybe it was Need for Speed. Um, yeah, but if you guys go on and you guys can play with any games with me on this too, I want to say this real quick. I know we don't. We we need to do the news. But if you guys have the EA access, go download. Find out me. Add me on Xbox. Obi One X Two. It's the same everywhere else. And see what games I have downloaded. And if you want to play those games with me, let me know, and we'll start doing some game nights on Xbox. Not to say I'm not going to do PC. I love my PC. I'll always be PC Master Ace, but it's just something different for me and everybody else. So we'll be getting a really good capture card here in the next month, um, and then we'll be, yeah, having some fun. Word. I might just get to the Division on Xbox. and. Oh, God. <laughs> <sighs> oh, have to start man. all over. Yogi would be level thirty. Well, no, I'm already level thirty, but we'll talk oh, about that later. Are. But I already started an alt. I don't mind starting another alt either. Cause I want to have. I know you can respec on the fly, and I know we're jumping ahead. But I like to have a different type of character for each role in mind already. You know, it's weird. Okay, well, let's let's just wait. Let's yeah, wait. yeah, yeah. Wait, 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 wait. What's so, what's up with the news? So so this bit of news is kind of old news, but it's something that's new to me. Because I have mentioned a few times uh, about a, a game called uh, Rage, Rage of Bahamut, which at one point was one of the most downloaded, if not the most downloaded, I'm pretty sure it was the most downloaded mobile game. Uh, but this is before Candy Crush and uh, Classic Clans came about. Uh, I think Marvel Puzzle Quest is also up there too. But these, this game, Rage of Bahamut, is very much Clash of Clans meets kind of Hearthstone. And it also reminds me a little bit of like the big the Facebook and MySpace games that used to be big before, like Vampire Wars, Mafia Wars, all those kind of games, yeah. but with more with a lot more depth. And I, and I was curious to, to see how the game had changed since I quit it because I had that was one of those games that I had to quit because that was an addiction. Like you think WoW is bad, Obi? We talked a lot about how MMOs are like relationship killing, and you can't put them down. 
But this game mm-hmm. was just so bad because, you know, it's a mobile game, so it's with you everywhere you go unless you le- you throw your phone in a ditch or ignore it, you know. And and I kept saying, you know, oh, I'm, I'm just going to play a little bit here and there, but it, the game did not respect your time at all. It was fun. It had great artwork. Even had a, it even has an awesome anime attached to it. But it did not respect your time at all, dude. It was like... If you got involved in the PvP aspect of it and you joined the clan, we had you know we had the NOF clan on there. You know, this this like NOF is basically one of the things that inspired me to, you know, before Gigantics became Gigantics, it was Nipples of Fate, and we had an, a, a whole slew of websites dedicated to gaming and different geek culture topics and different things, and then we evolved from that. Uh, but you know. Nipples of Fate was just a fun thing. Like, we don't take us so seriously. Like, why did you call it Nipples of Fate? Because why not? Nipples are great. Fuck you. You know? <laughs> it's kind of the thing. So I wanted to check in on the clan on there. I left it in capable hands. And then I realized I couldn't log in. I said, did I forget my password? No, this is definitely my password for this thing. So I, I looked into it real quick. And I see a press release. And actually, the first thing that came up was a fan site that said, well, thanks to the, incompe- the continued incompetence of Mo- Mobage, um, the, uh, Rage, of bah- Rage of Bahama has been shut down. I think it's still up in Japan. But uh, as far as like any other uh, marketplaces, it no longer works. You can't even find it on, on uh, Android or iOS marketplace anymore. They took it down. Uh, so no, no iTunes, no, no Google Play, none, none of that. Uh, it doesn't Why? even show up. So who knows? I don't get it because I know people. I know people that know people, and I, they verified this. This is legit. Like I don't know perfect people personally. But I know of people that spent thousands of dollars in the game. Some one guy spent like two to three thousand a month. In the game, that's how addicted he was to it, and I can see it because it's it's a it's, it's a collectathon, and it's, they constantly put out new content for the game, and they did a few, they did a lot of, they did a lot of things right, like for their one year anniversary, they they they, they gave all their loyal um, players a prize package worth about two hundred dollars for free. And I remember that, but I was like, wow, this is, like, why don't more people do this? Like, you know, it's, it's all perceived value stuff because they don't really have a cash value except for the cash value that you know exists based upon what they suggest the prices are, right? Because it's a virtual card. It's a virtual monster. It's a virtual trinket. And, 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 and if, if the game shuts down, right, when a mobile game shuts down, guess what? All those things you bought in-game disappear. You don't own them. You have nothing to show for it, right? But you still, but you get into it and you start putting money into it. Whether it's Gems of War, Marvel Puzzle Quest, whatever it is, Singing Monsters, whatever you're into, you know, um, Clash of Clans or Clash of Clans, whatever you're into, you know, it's it's a virtual economy. You put money into it, but you don't get money back out, and you get nothing to show for it if the game shuts down. So that what happened? The game shut down uh, back uh, in December. This is very recent, you know, like you know, three months ago. And I'm like, damn. This game was easily making millions of dollars, easily, just from the advertising and the amount of money people were pumping into it, because part of it, the big reason was some people just liked collecting the cards, some of the cards were really hard to get, so they just kept buying packs in hopes that they would get some of the cards, and you know, part of that too was that they had like a nice uh, anime style uh, art direction, and there were a lot of like, you know, shirtless men and big boobed women so there was something for everyone i mean this audience like the audience of this game was mixed you had a lot of guys that were really into it a lot of women that were really into it all these otakus that were like we yeah this is great and you know it, it, it just it, it suck and suck and suck it sunk it's hooks into you i i, I still but I, I i'm at a loss for words so i can't talk right now like how how does this game just go from super active like they just had a new expansion not too long ago and then, boom, the pull, the the plug pulled. 
It's crazy. Mm-hmm. And this is what makes me very concerned about mobile gaming. Because it seems to be a trend. Mobile gaming, I think, is one of the worst facets of, of uh, video games. Be- because it's a, a lot of the people putting out those games are just people looking for the cash cow. You know, they want to make money and get the hell out. And that's really what it is. And, they take it, and it, it's, it's a very predatory space within the gaming industry. I mean, we talk about EA and Ubisoft and all the stuff they do, like releasing incomplete games, shutting down online servers. But, like, mobile games are even worse, man, because, like, they, they really take advantage of the addictions and, like, the microtransactions. You know, you, you spend 50 cents, well, a dollar, let's say, on average for a microtransaction. You know, you, you don't think twice about it, right? But you do that 20 times, that's 20 bucks. You do that 100 times, that's 100 bucks. And it's just to add up, you know? And that's why he already stories about parents going, oh, my kids racked up a freaking $3,000 bill. And, you know, oh, they, they, they were suing Apple. Oh, they, they, they threatened a class action lawsuit, blah, 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 blah. And yeah, it's, it's, it's really a scary space, man. And this is why, like, I, I, like outside of Gems of War and Hearthstone, I, I'm trying to avoid mobile games. Cause I, you know. And the thing is, you know what? I'm going to be a hypocrite later on because eventually... I'm probably gonna, I'm gonna carve out the time to get back into game development full time and 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 make a mobile game because you know what it's one of the easiest things to do. Make, making a full game for PC or console takes a lot more effort, but a mobile game it's a whole different kind of expectation and it, it's less resources needed to get a game out on mobile or or even a mobile app. But you know, I, I would hope that I, I'm trying to think. Of, I've been thinking about different concepts, and I want to put out something that's actually quality and, and unique, and not just hey, this you is need, like this game, but a little different. You need to put out a mobile app for um, for GeekyAntics.net. That's what you need to do. That's. That, I'm glad you mentioned that, Obi, because that's, that's one thing I want to do. I want to make. I've app. been only telling you for the last two years. I gotta get on it. I started playing with it already, and the plan. Uh, I'm just happy with the way it turned out. You know, that's still months out. That's still months out, uh, maybe early to Silent 17. But when it does come out, I'm hoping that... I gotta that... go pay somebody to do it? No, 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 no. We'll, we'll get it. But what, what I want it to be is like something where all our, all, our, all our core contributors will be featured in this. So we can have individual like tabs for the podcasts. And, and you can have search, full search and ha- even have uh, YouTube videos there. And... Not just the network's videos, but also the individual contributors' stuff, too. So it'd be a great way for people to get their name out there for That's kind of what I'm thinking of. Like a nice... Because a lot of those mobile apps, that's really what they come down to. It's just a different way to consume the content you already have access to. Just making it a lot more convenient, right? And how cool would that be? Be like, oh, get the app. It's an app. Everything's an app. And I guess that's the way the direction... That's the direction of everything. I mean, Xbox One is all apps. Get the app for Twitch. Get the app for uh, the DVR. Get the app for Ubisoft Club. You know, it's all apps. Anyway, we, we need to get that. We need to get the uh, that uh, that um, community. This, I guess this this I guess this Twitch. I guess it would be um, the Geeky Antics Twitch. Actually, we need to get it to where when you have your stream, you say Yogizilla playing the Division on Geeky Antics, like, and you're on your own channel. Yeah, that's what I want to do. We like, have to have Geeky Antics. Like sub- the def- the default home, unless you change in the preferences, would be. The video channel, and it would be like a list of all our stream team members, right? At least the ones that are really plugged in, like the ones that don't really do anything. They say, oh, I want to be part of the team, but they never like show up or really get involved. They, they don't really count because they're not really serious about the brand, and I'm not going to get into that. But for those like you, me, Fatal, Morgana, the, you know, BFT, you know, I, I'll have it so they'll all like go through it like a, a rotation, right? And then 
people could stop the rotation when they like find something they like, something like that, right? That'd be the main page, and then give suggestions. Like, if you like this, you may also like that. Like, that's the kind of stuff I'm, kind of, I'm looking to do. So, yeah, that, that's definitely something I've been, pl- I've been working on uh, and planning on getting out as soon as possible. But carving out the time, man, you know, that's the tough part. But that'd, that'd be awesome. You know, we, how cool would it be if we could all say, you know what? Just download, download the app, Geeky Antics app. It's all there. <laughs> we can put our giveaways there, you know, feature our giveaways. Have a, a tab for cheap deals for cheap bastards. Dude. Dude. I'm yep. excited about it. I've only been saying it for two years. Uh, it's more than that now if you really think about it, but that's besides the point. Oh, I've known you for okay three and a half. <laughs> I know. I know. So we're, we're going to get on that for sure. What are the news we got? So What's going on with Scrolls? So, yeah, as we mentioned before, Scrolls is uh, shutting down this summer. So that's another tragic loss. Uh, that's, that's, that's the game I'm really sad about because, you know, Minecraft is great, but I think this is Mojang's real gem. And Microsoft, so Microsoft, there's this whole thing with Microsoft buying out uh, companies. And not just Microsoft, but, you know, they're the ones that everybody kind of goes to when it, when it comes to this whole concept of uh, big, big, the big brother, big, the bad, big bad wolf buying out the little mom and pop shops, whatever, and then they, killing them off. It's like the kiss of death, right? But that's just Microsoft. But, you know, it's just Microsoft. I would love a little mom and pop shop that they would buy because, you know what? They want to buy it. They're going to – they pay for that shit. I mean, they pay good. I see. And that's the thing. That's a, that's the tricky part, right? Like, I think everybody has an exit strategy, right? Uh, I know – like, everybody in their mind knows once I reach this milestone or I reach this level of success or if I ever get to this point, I'm going to count my losses and move on, right? And and, mm-hmm. and 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 when you have something you created, it's your baby. It's, it, you get really attached to it. It's hard to detach yourself from it, right? So well, when you get, you gotta have a different mentality, right? And I think, for me personally, what I would like to do is if we ever get to start getting to that point where we're like, hey, you know, with with we're looking at buyers, you know, I, I think that this we, we're gonna revitalize this. It might change. I like to develop that expectation. Because I feel like, I don't know, I personally feel like, I feel like we'd be betraying people with just, everybody eventually saw that. Everybody has a price. That's just the, the honest truth about it, right? Everybody has their price, you know? And because I, really, dude, if, if, if in the, here in the near, in the, in the future here, and I start a gaming house and it's successful and somebody wants to buy it for a certain amount of money, okay, sure, I'll go start another one. That's true. But the you thing is, I mean? a lot of times when they, when they, that, that kind of deal happens, what they do is they make you sign a non-compete, so for X amount of time, you won't start something. That's yeah, that that then then you can go start your own. You know, I'll start it for you. Shit, I'll, <laughs> damn, hell yeah, we'll get it going and have everything ready for. You have a podcast booth. You'll have a you know a space enough to have a full professional team with coaches and 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 analysts and stuff like that, and have everything good. And you guys, yeah, sure, but I'm not signing shit. If you want it, you can buy it. If not, get the fuck out of my house. Yeah, they're, they're going to drop that kind of money. They're going to make sure that all the I's are dotted and the T's are crossed, man. But, you know, so Microsoft has bought a, a lot of properties. And people talk about how Microsoft has ki- killed off Rare and Twisted Pixel. I think Twisted Pixel finally went off on their own. Uh, but they, 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 there's a lot of properties that they own. Uh, of course, Mojang is the big thing. And, and they really think it only seems like they only want they wanted Mojang for the Minecraft brand. And they've definitely been taking advantage of that. To spend billions of dollars to acquire it, I mean, they have to be making their money back somehow. 
But now the big one uh, on top of that is uh, Lion's Head Studios. Uh, it used to be, you know, Peter Molyneux's baby, and mm-hmm. he kind of got a. Uh, see, Blue's very passionate about it right now too. She was quiet. Yeah, hey, Blue. I know. I know. But uh, you know, Peter Molyneux has been involved for a while. He kind of went on to another uh, division of Microsoft, another department, another studio, and I didn't work out. It basically asked him to leave. There's all kinds of drama behind the scenes, but well, that's not what we're talking about. But Lion's Head Studios announced that Fable Legends is uh, has been canceled. Remember that free-to-play game I told you that I, I couldn't really talk about because it was an NDA? Mm-hmm. Close, they did a closed beta. They've been promoting the shit out of it. Everybody that's involved in it has been getting constant email. I got an email like five days ago or seven days ago. Just to find out that it's been canceled. But on top of that, the studio might ch- close down. And you know if they say they, they, they might cl- shut its doors, that's going to happen. No one's going to mention something like that and, you know, and, 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 not, and not let it happen, right? It's, it's just a weird thing to say, oh, we're considering uh, shutting down the studio. Like, uh, considering? Why would you even mention it? It's probably, probably already a done deal. So... It's 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 like this weird thing where Microsoft buys these uh, successful studios and then they let them die. But not just Microsoft. Google is notorious for buying smaller companies and then letting their technology rot. Uh, Google had bought uh, Dodgeball, which is essentially what Foursquare uh, Foursquare is now. Uh, but they let it, that technology rot. They never did anything with it. And you know, the list could go on and on. It's not just in the gaming industry. So well, and some of that, some of that is actually. Uh, you know, just the the bigger business getting rid of competitors, and just you know, if it succeeds even past what we bought for it, you know, because like basically they're gonna make more money without them there selling and taking money from them, so they really don't have. To, God damn, blue. So they, so they really don't have to keep that business up and running with all the costs and everything like that. They really don't have to keep it up because they're gonna make more if they shut it down. See, I don't agree with that because if you acquire a business and then you streamline it, right? But you try to stay at the, they, this is what happens. They can't make up their mind if they're going to be hands-off or if they're going to get involved. The problem is if you're going to be hands-off, be hands-off. Don't say, oh, well, you guys haven't met our expectations, so we're going to shut it down. So, you, so I think this needs to be a certain kind of a happy medium where you say, look, we're going to let you guys have full creative control. And all we're going to do is give you some advice and let you know what our expectations are, what we want out of the project so that you can well, yeah, try to meet, hit those marks. I mean, that's what anybody would do. It, it, and, too, like I would do the same thing. If I, if, I bought a, a, if I have a business and I bought another business that's lower than mine but they can still make some good money for me, of course. Yeah. This is what I expect you guys to do. I want this business, this, this part – or you guys, I want you to make this much money. However you do it, you have this much money to spend and you need to make this much. If it doesn't happen, I start replacing. If it gets too costly, you shut it down. That's just how it is. That's a smart businessman. Absolutely. Or woman. But it, and it goes back again to managing expectations. If you set those expectations, then people have something to work with. But a lot of times, there's either too much micromanagement or not enough communication. You have to have something in the middle. Because if it's too much micromanagement, they lose the creative control and they lose, they lose their, the essence of the business, what made them successful. Look, I'll give you a good example of what works. And it does work. Uh, Blizzard. People forget half the time that they're, they're owned by Activision nowadays. But Blizzard still operates as if they're their own thing. Because That's because that was that was in the contract saying, you know, okay, we're, you can you can buy this, 
but uh, this is the clause saying we keep we still we still making games. Basically, they're just a financial backer, uh, and right. from what they've done, um, from you know rumors, of course, this is nothing concrete, guys, but rumors. The that Blizzard Entertainment actually had a clause that they could actually buy back what they sold to make it whole again, because the Activision doesn't own the whole thing. They're they're a fifty what fifty one percent or whatever, you know, controlling interest basically of the whole company. But all the creative aspect of the you know what they're coming up with new new monsters, new classes, new games, whatever. That's what they get to do, and then yeah. Activision basically they just they basically told them, "This is what we want. This is how much you can spend. Make it happen." And then basically, when something happens, they probably have their meetings every week or you know whatever, saying, "Hey, we like this. We like this. What are you thinking right here?" Because you know, let's brainstorm a little bit. And they're actually working with them. Yeah. Because the moment, the moment, like you said before, the moment that the the, the I will say the lead company says, well, hey, we don't like this, this, and this. We're going to send somebody here and that can be with you every day. Okay, <laughs> right there. No, seriously. It's like, like office space, right? You said the efficiency uh, expert and the consultant. And <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like, the, like we're going to send somebody here to basically be a voice for us. And so that person won't just be a worker. He'll be like the, the, the vice president of – you know, daily relations or some bullshit, you know, or daily accounts or just whatever. The liaison. Yeah, but but then right there, as soon as they do that, all the creative power is gone. Yeah. There's there's too much micromanaging. It's hard doing, it's hard to be creative when you have a monkey on your back. <laughs> what what Activision is doing with Blizzard is genius. I mean they're letting them do their thing and Blizzard's still coming out with I mean, they came out with Hearthstone. Um the uh Heroes of the Storm. New expansions of of um, StarCraft. Another yeah. expansion, probably the final expansion of World of Warcraft coming out here in November of this year. I mean, but they're just or October, sorry. Um, but they're just they're letting them do it, and they're still making great games. Yes, their subscriptions in World of Warcraft have decreased. I mean, it's starting to level off now. But they've offset that. They have they've offset that with their other IPs, though. Yeah, and the offset of the the people actually shutting down accounts where they don't have to have a fifteen dollars subscription every month to play Hearthstone, to play Heroes of the Storm, and then on top of that, Heroes of the Storm, Hearthstone going into um, going into the the esports scene like StarCraft, like the and then the World of Warcraft three v three tournaments going into the esports scene to the point to to a point. I mean, they're 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 growing everything, which of course, in return, is making Activision happy. So we're just gonna let you keep doing what you're doing. Yeah, absolutely, and you know, and I I totally agree. Like um, companies like Microsoft have a war chest where they can just buy the competition and not think twice about it. But it's more valuable to them to have a wide variety of offerings, and I think that's Phil Spencer's uh, philosophy for Xbox, the Xbox brand, you know, because uh, Rare stands, you know, these are, uh, the UK companies, they have a unique take on things, the Japanese developer, all the different developers overseas, they have a different take on development, and the, the games have a slightly different kind of flavor, so that, that's something they want to keep alive. With uh, Fable Legends, from what I got to play, there were issues finding matches, and it is a, it is a multiplayer game, so that's a big deal breaker. I feel like they set it up to fail. I think it had a lot of potential. I like the art style. I like the way the, the controls felt. But I think having an NDA in place 
was a, a poor decision because they didn't allow people to talk about it and get the buzz really going. You're, right there, you're losing a major source of mm -hmm. uh, brand um, advocacy, you know, uh, easy, mm -hmm. uh, free advertising, right? Um, the closed beta thing, I don't know if that was a smart decision either. Uh, it just created a sense of, of, of being like a VIP of sorts and it's, the exclusivity gets people excited. But again, if they're excited but they can't talk about it, it kills that effect. And then mm -hmm. another thing is I don't understand these betas that have limited uh, stress tests and timetables for the play sessions. Because you want people to work around your schedule and not the other way around. It was always right. the, the play tests were always on like a Saturday or a Sunday, and, and it was a small window of time. And if you didn't get participate in that, then you missed out. So effectively, no one participated. I think they should have had at least a, a week or two here and there where, it, well, where the servers were up twenty four seven, and then even, allow people to get on there. Even if they're gonna do the weekend. Uh, I gotta go for a second, but even if they're gonna do the weekend plays, they need to let people know before Friday. Like they're they weren't they weren't they weren't you know advertising it any. They weren't putting on any websites. I mean, even Reddit. I mean, when when all this stuff was going with a lot of the the recent that you know a lot of the closed betas that are happening now and just here since like December, um, they would sit there and go. Oh hey yeah wait guys um f uh today's Friday at five o'clock we know that but hey starting tomorrow at or starting at midnight you can play this all weekend long until Sunday at nine p.m. Yeah exactly oh, like uh, I'm actually busy this Saturday and Sunday well that sucks and then if they but, extended yeah. it like they did with other betas like other companies extended a beta how how excited people get when they when they learned that the, the beta was extended for a day a two or two days or a whole week. Mm -hmm. And now suddenly they're like, oh, now I have to give advantage of it because I don't know how much longer I'm going to extend it for. You know, there's so many ways you could create that hype. Uh, I know Obi has to step away, but, um, you know, uh, I think Fable is a cool franchise. I think people shit on it because Peter Molyneux uh, built it up to be, like, the second coming of Christ. And no offense with that, you know, there's any believers out there, but, you know, that's really the way he talked it up. And it's, Fable it has been a great series, but it's not nowhere near what he ex built it up to be. But the hype is always greater than that, the reality, right? Um, it's, it's a shame, because uh, I think there's a need for diversity um, in offerings um, and on, on all consoles, really. Um, and it, it, it's sad, even if you don't like Fable. Uh, BFT says he, he should on it because it wasn't fun to play. And it depends what you're into. Like I, uh, some people compare Fable to like Zelda, but with more of a feel-good kind of atmosphere or more decision making, more impact of your decision, more customization. You know, maybe Zelda meets Mass Effect. I liked it. I think it it, it was cool. It's not like all-time favorite, but it definitely stood out for me. And you know, with this kind of news, you, you think about it like, well, what does this mean about Quantum Break? Because Quantum Break is an ambitious project. You have, you have, uh, you know, and BFT saying he's in the minority with that. And you know, I'm kind of in the middle with Fable. I'm not. I'm, I don't absolutely love it, but I don't hate it either. So don't worry about it, brother. But uh, so Quantum Break, you know, this is an ambitious project. It's uh, one of the few things we can think of where. There's a cross-media kind of thing, or multimedia approach, if you will. So you have um, a TV show, and then you have a game that ties into it. Uh, and right away, I think of Defiance. And I know some people think Defiance is terrible or was terrible, depending on how you look at it. 
but I think Defiance was amazing, and I just I wish they would put it over to the next gen console or current gen really now, because um, I don't feel like playing that PC. I would like to play an Xbox One. I think that mm-hmm. game. For considering on the limited hardware and how old that, that hardware was, they did a lot with Defiance, and it was a game that was so much fun on its own, but the fact that it had an awesome show to tie into was even better. And the show on its own, amazing. The game on its own, amazing. And together, they're great. But they didn't need to have each other either, so it was kind of it was that that they did that right. That's just my opinion. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm probably in the minority with that. So we'll see what they do with Quantum Break. It looks it, the game looks beautiful. It looks promising. It has some timing, why me stuff going on. Um, it, it seems like a pretty fast news. I know. <laughs> I said I'm gonna try to go through it fast, but I said we're probably gonna end up ranting about it. I said we're gonna jump straight to that future discussion after this, uh, or maybe we'll talk a little bit about what we're playing real quick. There's a few things there too. No, we, t- we talked about Rainbow Six Siege already. Um, but yeah, anyway, OB... there's so much more I want to say about that game. Okay, so and well, the division too. I mean. <laughs> So maybe what we'll do is we'll, t- we'll do our feature discussion, and then if we have... Or maybe we'll do a quick segment. We'll talk a little bit about Rainbow Six Siege, and actually the only thing I want to talk about is Rainbow Six Siege, you know, and then uh, Lifeline. I want to talk a little bit more about that game, and then a couple of shows and movies mm-hmm. real quick, and then we'll talk about Division. We, I know we have a lot to talk about with Division. Anywho, mm-hmm. so, uh, you know, Microsoft's being really ambitious. I think they're really trying to think outside the box. And a lot of this stuff has been a long time in the making. Like, now... There's the whole thing of people, there's a lot of rumors going around, people, talk, people talking about how Microsoft um, is going is going to ditch the console generations. Or they're talking about uh, that Microsoft's in talks with Sony to do cross-platform. Um, and they're basically you know, saying that there's going there's gonna to be one console to rule them all. And I think people don't really get what the idea is. The idea is have a uniform architecture. The idea is uh, UWA, Universal Windows Application Platform. So it's just a model where it's a common framework developers can use, but then the gamers, the consumer, choose how they enjoy that co- that that, that uh, content, whether it be on the Xbox, whatever is on, on the time, or the PlayStation is not on the time, the the NX, the, the Nintendo NX, and the Nintendo Wii, whatever is out on the time, or PC, or Mac even. Um and, and and I think it's 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 I think it's what has to happen for consoles in the whole. And but people are taking this and, and spinning it as like, well, Microsoft is really hurting, so they're getting desperate now. And I'm like, no, this is really a, a reflection of what kind of needs to happen on the console market because the more consoles become like PC and that price is pushed up further, it's going to get to a point where they 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 can no longer offer consoles in a in an, at an attractive buy-in price and still stay relevant and close to where the PC is at, right? So what they're going to have to do is just to make it to the point... Uh, it's going to get to a point where you'll, the reason you'll buy a console is because it's a little more... Afford- it'll be a f- more affordable. It'll be a uniform experience when compared to PC. It'll be more convenient. But you'll still have access to the same software everyone else does. There's slight differences. There's a different uh, framework, a different UI, different controllers, etc. It's a slightly different experience, but the same software. And I think that's cool. Um... You know, there's a, I have a quote here. I'm not going to go through the whole thing. Uh, Phil Spencer says something about We see on other platforms, whether it be mobile or PC, that you get a continuous innovation that you rarely see on console. And see, that right there, that tells you what his mind is at. You know, um, consoles get stale. They get stagnant after a while. And, if it, 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 you know, if a console generation lasts longer than five years, 
you're, they're really, really pushing every last bit of performance they can out of it to the point that sometimes they have to just re-release the castle with slightly better specs. And that's what we saw. Like, three, the 360, Xbox 360 has, like, five different models, you know, with different processes and shit in there. Um, try, try, try playing some of the last games they've released, you know, like GTA V on the first-gen 360, and it's probably going to commit suicide, <laughs> you know. So that's what they're talking about. And, and what I'm thinking... You know, it's something that we've talked about, Obi, plenty of times. Modular hardware on consoles. It's going to happen. I see it coming. It needs to happen. Uh, it, it, need, it, it better, or they're going to so f- slow, they're going to fall so far behind that whichever one does it first is going to be the next convenient computer. Because mm-hmm. when you can start swapping out parts and, and, and actually upgrading your own thing without w- voiding all warranties and all that other bullshit. Like, once you can do that, people are going to buy an Xbox or a PlayStation and go, well, hey, I can keep this for 10 years now, and all i got to do is upgrade. Yeah, yeah. So, you well, might have to have a tech do it, but you can just upgrade. So, you know, I've been hearing from folks, I'm not going to say, I'm not, I don't want to start any rumors, but, you know, I've been hearing from different sources that you know, Microsoft has been in talks with like Sony to kind of push for the cross-platform, um, and uh, apparently that the I pushback. I heard Sony cut them down. Yep, that's what I've been hearing from multiple people. So uh, people saying, "Oh, M- Microsoft is the one that's being stubborn." Well, I don't know. Ch- check your source. I'm hearing a lot of mixed things, and who knows? I think it's good for the industry. Whoever is holding up the deal, it, it, I think everybody benefits from it. The developers, the publishers, the consumer. Uh- Everybody that I talk to and the things that, you know, some of the articles I've read is it's Xbox has nothing to do with being um, holding everything up because Xbox from again, from what I've read rumors that, you know, every time that they were talking about going cross platform with with Sony, Xbox went to Sony and Sony Sony basically said, fuck you. Yeah, no, we like all our excuses. We like how things are now. Well, you know, right now Sony is "quote unquote" leading with the PS4. If you if you they are. If you pull a lot of weight in sales alone, then they're leading. But as far as uh, innovation and, and trying to think outside of the box, uh, they're not really doing much. The only thing I would give Sony right now with PS4 is they've made, they've done a better job with accommodating the indie developers. Like it, a lot of the PC games that we've come to love, you know, years ago are appearing on the PS4, and, and then we wait. Like there's a much they, if they come on Xbox One, there's a, a lot much longer wait. <laughs> like two, it's like a couple months. Yeah, sometimes longer than that. But yeah, so I mean, and, and that, that makes me sad because the ID Xbox thing was a big kind of uh, pitch, and I, I don't think they've been pushing for that enough. Uh, you know, I don't know. I don't know what the holdup is with that. But you know, whatever side you are, you know, everybody's allowed to be a fanboy. Um, I think this is a nice though because. You know, people can still be fanboys and say they, they got the, the better the console, but at the end of the day, I think this will finally put to bed this whole thing about exclusivity because it really isn't about exclusivity anymore. There's nothing on, uh, there's nothing as far as exclusive titles, there's nothing that really compels me to buy any system. It just comes down to where my friends are at and where where the experience feels best. And I just like the way Xbox One feels, the controllers, the UI, just the way everything comes together. I've always liked the Xbox platform. PlayStation is like, meh. That's because Final Fantasy XIV sucks, and Xbox didn't want to have nothing to do with it. And BFT I mean, was reminding honestly. us, BFT was reminding us of uh, something old where Microsoft told Sony and Square no cross-platform play on Final Fantasy XIV. And there is, and yes, they do have that thing where 
they they made the stipulation where if another game goes cross platform, if a game goes cross platform on another another systems first, they won't do it on an Xbox One, and that is stupid. I will give you that one. Um, they 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 need to stop uh, being creating these barriers. I don't know what the business logic is behind it. I think it should just be like. It shouldn't be like, oh well, you, you, we're we're second fiddle, so now we're not gonna play nice with you. No, that's kind of petty. So that's that. I give you that, but I think they're trying to make they're trying to make good for that uh, on what they've done in the past. But you know, that's the thing. When Microsoft makes mistakes, everybody lingers on it. You know, when Sony, everybody forgets all the stuff Sony's done. They're like they could do no wrong because now they're leading. Watch, watch when things turn around, they'll be like, oh, I saw this all the time. It's, it's just, that's the, that's the internet for you. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. I knew they were going to do that the whole time. <laughs> anyway, I'm moving on. For those uh, that are fans of uh, collectible toy slash video game uh, franchises, Disney 4.0 is not happening. Instead, uh, Disney 3.0 will be expanded through uh, new content and sets. Uh, this comes to us from uh, Chip from the BT Podcast. Uh, a lot of this stuff also uh, came from the BT Podcast. Uh, they reminded me to cover as I appreciate that because uh, a lot of times I get so much stuff in the, in the press releases we see stuff that come in in our inboxes and different things that spread around it's like well what are people what what's everybody else talking about what what, what does everybody else find interesting and that's what that stuff we like to talk about kind of like what's that a zeitgeist you know the zeitgeist what's part of the zeitgeist of the geek mind right and that's what we talk about so Disney 4.0 not coming but you know I think th- I, I'm tempted to get into Disney 3.0 but I, you know Collecting all these figures, you know, it's like it's like Skylanders and what's the other one? Lego Dimension, all this stuff is you get expensive, but I see the appeal, man. Anyway, what they're doing now, uh, they got they got like uh, new Marvel sets coming, and I think they're already out. And they have like a mode where there's like a Power Stone slash Smash Brothers style uh, fighting mode. Um, and so they're doing a lot of cool stuff with uh, with, with Disney, the Disney uh, 3.0 thing. And it's like a whole concept that you could play with Elsa from Frozen. And, uh, Captain America <laughs> and like uh, Obi Wan, you know, like it's just they could battle alongside each other. Cause why not Disney? <laughs> it's like, who would have thought like years ago that this would be a thing? You know, I mean, it's, it's just bottom of my mind. So I, I, I think it's that novelty is, is never going to grow old. Mm. Uh, so the last bit of uh, gaming news, uh, more on the tech side. Um, there's a price uh, announcement for the Sony VR. Uh, Formerly uh, called Project Morpheus, uh, $399.99, and it requires an additional camera at, about, at around $60, I believe. Uh, Microsoft Hololens, on the other hand, so the opposite side of the spectrum, uh, around three thousand dollars. But they say that it's marketed for commercial and high-end users, so that's not, they're not really trying to sell it as a gaming add-on or peripheral. So you know, for those of you that want to be on the cutting edge and got Money burning, money burning a hole in your pocket. There you go. It's <laughs> a lot of that's a lot of cash to spend. Uh, some quick deals. There's some week long Steam sales going on. Some interesting games that I've noticed on there. Uh, Jotun or Jotun, I don't know how it's pronounced. Planetarium, The Reverie of a Little Planet, Fall of the Dungeon Guardians, The Purring Quest. Mm, I like that one, right, Obi? Mm, purring. <laughs> Chaos Reborn, Toby the Secret Mine. This is the best uh, one. Oh, but you're going to like this title. Drunken Robot Pornography. I like that just based on the na- based upon the name on its own. I'm game. Drunken Robot Pornography. I didn't even really look at what that game was about, but just the name, I'm like, I'm sold. Uh, Deadly Tower Monsters, that looks interesting too. Moon Hunter. There's a bunch of games. Let's check it out. 
They also have the Midweek Madness on Steam, Van Helsing Final Cut, $44.99. And uh, from what I've seen, they took the two Van Helsing games, uh, Incredible Adventures of Van Helsing, put them together into one game, added all the DLC content, so it's, like, so it's basically the definitive edition, and then and it, it looked like they, they cleaned up the graphics, and uh, they also upped the level cap, so you can reach level 100. So, if you haven't played Van Helsing yet, this might be the way to play on PC, or just period. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, Obi. Uh, last bit of news here for, get, for the deals. Uh, an Elder Scrolls Online, writing lessons are now 50% off in the crowd store. You're welcome. Yes, writing lessons. That looks like some people, and everyone else would be like, why? Now your horse could be faster than everyone else's for only $5 instead of $10. Hey. This, this, you know, someone might say, hey, you know what, that's cool, because I'm tired of waiting to put in one, one, one point towards my writing skill a day. Now I could do 10 points across the board for 5 bucks. I'm in. Fast-tracked. Fast Let's go. So, there's value there to them. Anyway, but before Obi passes out, let's talk real quick. This, uh, we're never going to do the quickie thing. Let's just talk real quick. What have we been watching? There you go. What have, been wa- what have we been watching? What have we been playing? What have, what have I been watching? And what have we you, been playing? Yeah. You, you go first. All right. Quick on the watching side. I already talked about Fuller House. Finished that. That was, that was actually much better than I thought it would be. Gotham is back. Loving that show. And I can't get enough from Miranda Baccarin. Just saying. Um, I um, wanted to get into Better, better Ask Saul. Finally, I haven't, gotten, I haven't had a chance yet. Uh, still watching The Walking Dead. That's getting. That, this has been probably the best season yet. And things are really heating up on The Walking Dead. Um, and just out of random curiosity and the need to see more of Lauren Cohen, as, you know, because I love her so much, and I I've seen her in person. She's even more beautiful in person, believe it or not. Especially when she wears her glasses and then she speaks in a British accent. Oh my god, it's crazy. And she's such a sweetheart. She's so nice. Um, but yeah, Van Wilder too. Rise of Taj. Because she's in there, and uh, you see a Great. lot of you see a lot of her, a lot of boob. Great movie. Just her booty, dude. She's just she's a cutie, man. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, let me stop swooning. Um, <laughs> what have you been playing? I've been watching. Uh, well, watching. You guys know I've been advocating Hulu like crazy. Um, of course, I've been watching DC Legends of Tomorrow. Uh, the 100 total divas that, you know, I do for, uh, Oh, shit! You just reminded me I have to catch up on the 100. <laughs> Thanks, bro. Um, uh, let's see. My wife's is in here, too. Um, uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., uh, which I've been... Oh, my God, it's getting so awesome. Oh, um, yeah. Uh, iZombie, the new, the new season started, and I've been watching the hell out of that. Um... I've actually been catching up, like, actually watching more of the Fear of the Walking Dead. Uh, Did that come back? It's on right now. I, well, I was watching it. I don't know if it was come back or not. Okay. Um, I've been And I've been watching another show, and it's really awesome. Uh, Steve Harvey's the host, and it's called Little Big Shots. Um, and it's these kids that, that do some just crazy things. Um and of course, The Flash. Watching a lot of Family Guy and The Simpsons because The Simpsons are still making new episodes. So, yay! You know, I thought about that, and I don't want to interrupt you, bro. But it, like, part of you, don't you ever stop to think, like, 
how long can it keep this going? But then on the other side, you're like, if it ends, it'll be kind of sad because it'll be the end of an era for sure, right? Kind of, but it's like I'm still trying to figure out what, like, I'm still trying to figure out how are they still coming up with new shit, really? Like, they've done every single kind of episode. Like, during, like at Christmas, they might play the Christmas, you know, the Simpsons Christmas episode or something like that. But, like, they'll, they'll revamp it, make the characters more, more crisp and, and, and update the, the artwork and, and just, it's just, I don't know how they're doing it, but they're doing it and I'm, I commend them for it. Um, a few others, of course, uh, Agent Carter, I'm, I'm, I, these are all ones I'm catching up on just because I enjoy it. Uh, Heroes Reborn, uh, Agent Carter, uh, The Arrow, Lucifer, um, let's see, there's another one, uh, there's another one, it's, I think it's like 13 Dragons or something like that, I can't remember what it is. 13 Monkeys? No, it's like the two dragons or something. Oh, I don't know. Here, I'll tell know. you what it is here in a second. But, but are you like, are you, are you enjoying Heroes Reborn now? I am. I am. <laughs> Um, and it, it's not, not just because like, oh yeah, it's a good show. Like I just, I, I enjoy it. Um, I told you, I told you it would grow uh, on you. And, uh, yeah, BFT recommends. It's taken a while. Yeah. It, 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 it's a slow burn. It's a slow burn. But, uh, he, BFT recommends for, uh, PlayStation users, PlayStation views is, is legit. He got the seven day free trial. So the court packet has the most important channels, though no BBC for Doctor Who. Hmm. And yes, the uh, 11, uh, 11.22.63 is a great show. I've been watching a little bit of that too. Um, the, what the show is called, and you can look it up, Yogi, it's called Six Flying Dragons. Um, I'm not going to say anything about it because I can spoil it really, really fast. Because um, okay. you got you got to watch it and actually just watch it for yourself and see if you like it or not. Uh, and then once you once you try it out, then I'll talk about it. But uh, you know, just really, really, I'll go through the recently added by the day on Hulu, and I'll watch my shows. Uh, now, there's some of them on here that I still have to record on on DVR and go watch, and you know, on the TV, but not many. Mm. It's a lot of a lot of a lot of stuff to watch. Well, you know what, Obi? I think we got. I think we should just jump right into. We'll talk about what we'll be playing next week. I think we should jump into the main thing we've been playing. Mm-hmm. You ready? Let's do it. Let's yep. do it. So, this is our feature discussion. Last week, we talked about the division with the division. We're going to keep that theme going, because it still is a polarized opinion about Tom Clancy's The Division. These are our week one impressions, because people love it and people hate it. But, uh, Obi, is it safe to say that you love it? Um, oh, hesitation. Not fully, not like a fully, oh my god, I'm going to play this every single day of my life. No. Um, okay. But on top of it, again, it's one of those things where if I have another person on, like, I can't just get on there and level. I just, it's boring. It's really boring really fast. Especially if you, you know, if you, you really want to go in the dark zone and you don't want to get to a high level on your, 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 your actual world level. Because if you're too high, then everything in the dark zone gets scaled up to your level. So you want to keep your dark zone level and your level at the same or not around the same. Well, if you're going in there by yourself, you get your ass raped. I mean, literally. Like, people are like, hey, are you by yourself? No. Where's your group at? And then they just kill you. Like, and you can't go kill four or five people because they are they went rogue. <laughs> so, but you got to be careful because some people will bait you and hide 
their friends will mm-hmm. hide up in like uh, little sniper posts, and they'll act like they're by themselves, and then they're not. That's a great setup. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Especially if you go by yourself to extract, and they only see you, like, all right, that guy's going there to extract by himself. What a dummy! Let's go get him. And then he, see, this is one of the things I want to talk about real quick. People are doing that, and I hope they find some way to disincentivize disincentivize this. What they do now is people go into the dark zone. They're not partied up, but they're on comms with each other. Mm-hmm. And it sucks because that you could they could go in really deep together, right? And what they could they do is that they they invite their friends into a group, go into the instance, disband. Invite some friends, go into the instance, disband, and they basically dominate that server. I think that I don't know what the limit is on all platforms, but I think I would say it's probably around sixty-four players per per instance or something like that. Mm-hmm. Let's just say, um, and, and you know, even if it's just, even if they're not running that deep, you know, if they're running six, eight people in a group, but then it's not clear that they're running together. That sucks because that one person could go rogue. And you think that that person is by themselves, and then their friends jump in and protect them. And I've been seeing that starting to happen. So that part makes the, the Dark Zone less appealing to me, at least for the PvP side. It's still great for farming those those bosses, though. Well, but like I, like I said before, though, like when when you go in there with a group, like and I said something about this last week, when you go in there with a the group, like me and me, Fatal, uh, Doc, you guys know... Um, uh, and then another maybe Fatal's roommate or whatever, and we'll, we'll be four deep, and we'll go out there and be like, you know, hey, where's your group at? Over there. And all of a sudden they turn and they see three dudes pointing their gun at them. You know, it's it's like, no, I'm just playing, man. I'm just playing. And then, of course, they go get their group. And But we can we can live longer. Or we can actually say, okay, hey, we're not going to take your shit. You want to fight, fight us? Go ahead and shoot us first. I guarantee you we're going to end you by the time it's done. Yeah. You better hope to God you don't have anything because I'm taking every goddamn thing you drop. So BFT makes a good point. It might be a, a good solution, or at least the start of a good solution. If He says that they need to make it so that... He also mentioned that Daredevil Season 2 comes out tomorrow, so that's worth mentioning. But uh, and, we're, and we're excited about that. But uh, he said that if you leave a group while you're in the Dark Zone, you should be kicked from that instance. So I, I think that's a good fix. Like... Maybe not kick you from the dark zone, but just kick you from that instance. So right away, you're disconnected from what's going on there. That might be a good solution. Or maybe have some kind of cooldown where like, you can't really do anything for a little while so to make it less attractive to do that kind of shit. I don't know. There's the, 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 that's the start of a good solution for sure. Because there's the, the shenanigans people do so they can basically... like There's groups that are taking over entire servers so they can just farm the dark zone by themselves. And uh, that's not cool either, because uh, today, actually, a lot of people were, and I don't know if it was happening at PC, but I was hearing from uh, PlayStation people, too, that uh, there were issues with the servers getting full, and people getting uh, phased into other instances and all kinds of crap, or not able to log on at all, and weird stuff like that, being kicked off the game, getting a, a mic error instead of the Delta error that you might you might usually get when servers go off, it's just Mike or Oscar, you know, whatever. <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> So, yeah, they gotta, that's, that's something they need to fix because I feel like the Dark Zone was a major draw for a lot of people, but I think that they, they're falling a little short with the execution of it. And I see potential for the Dark Zone to be kind of a crap experience for a lot of people, whether you right. roll with a group or solo. Right, but I'm saying you gotta, you got to think about this too. I mean, it's a new game. Um, 
whenever you find gamers in a game, then they're they're actually looking at a game and not saying, "Hey, what do you think we could do in this?" And they're like, "Oh, let's you know group up and do it the you know do it the right way per se." There are gamers out there, period, that only look for def- like only look for mess ups, only look for little stuff that they can exploit. Oh yeah. Absolutely. Because why not? Dude, you know what kind of, you know, those make great YouTube videos. If you can oh, yeah. you know, say, all right, guys, this is what we're going to do today. We're going to go on here. I got a group of four or five with me right now. Uh, and give me a second. And all right, I'll leave the group and I'll add five more. And, you know, we, so we got about 12 people in here and nobody knows this guy's up here by himself. You know, that's a great video. <laughs> but to, like, like BFT said, if, you know, if you leave a group or something, you get, instantly teleported out of the dark zone and once you go in you actually get put in a different instance or or something like that um the restrictions wise i could see that happening but they have to be careful on what restrictions they give because if they do something like well you can't extract something for 10 minutes or whatever and i've gone in there with fatal and his in and and his roommate and we've gone in there within 10 minutes. We've done three or four extractions. Oh, yeah, absolutely. You can do a lot of extractions. Um, Let's see if there's no one bothering you. And we come and we come out, and we had people just, you know, they would come up from one end. We would come up from the bottom half, and we would kill the AI. And we one of us would say, hey, good job, guys. And we would just leave. They, we would split off. Like, they were actually, like, PC is, and, and I'm not saying I'm console too now, but... It, from what I've seen playing on console and PC, console is more of that. I don't want to trolling. Say, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't want to use the word trolling, but it's more of that hardcore, like elitist type. You know, let's get everybody and kill everybody, no matter what. PC is more of the hey, let's just play because a lot of people. Now, I you can think about it. Once people get the you know, get their level 30 and they're getting the level 30 purple dark zone gear and just rocking everything like they're unstoppable, of course, they're going to sit there and be like, well, what do we do now? Let's troll. That sounds good because they've already done everything. Yeah, you know, that's actually a really good point because there's a difference in culture. I find that when I talk to the people playing the division on the PC, they embrace the MMO side of it. They love the RPG elements of it, and they realize that's what it's meant to be. And they mm-hmm. understand why it's designed a certain way and why it is a certain way. But on a console, people come from that Call of Duty mindset, and they just want to kill shit, and they just want to fuck with everybody. They want a teabag, and they don't care about the loot or the role-playing mechanic. They talk about... I mean, I, I, I'm talking to these people. I, I have people. I, I've done some pugs, you know, pickup groups. I've done some, you know, I've uh, played with people, friends of friends, and I've run into so many people where I'll, I'll say, "Hey, peel that, peel that, peel those mobs off of me, or pull the aggro, or pull that mob over here, or, or all right, what? Let's do a DPS check. All right, what? Let, let's let's check our kit." And I'm throwing all these terms out that are pretty second nature for anyone that plays MMOs even casually, and mm-hmm. people are like. What? What? What are you talking about? It's like, it's like, do you not? Yeah, don't like, worry, don't worry about that shit, man. Let's just kill them. Yeah, yeah, exactly. They're like, no, this is the matter. Like, no, 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 no. Listen, if you want to play a shooter where you just run and gun, this isn't the game. Go return it right now. Save save yourself and a lot of people the heartache. And this guy, like, I had a guy that kept dying, you know, and he and he's a 
he's cursing. This is fucked up. These guys are one hitting me. I don't understand it. I got I got awesome gear, you know, and I this is this is humiliating. I'm like, dude, you're five levels below the CL, the challenge level of this encounter. You're you're under leveled and under geared for this. He's like, what are you talking about, man? Oh my god, my god, this DPS and my things are purple and you know blah blah blah. Like that doesn't mean shit. Your your stats are not where they're supposed to be. So right now this is delta scaling. So everything that's like three levels or higher than you is gonna is gonna destroy you if you don't have the proper gear on. And he didn't want to mm-hmm. listen to it. So he's going, he kept running out and running and gunning like it's Call of Duty or Halo. And he's like, ah, oh, look at me, arena shooter, we. And I'm like, no, this isn't an arena shooter. It's a tactical shooter that's primarily an MMORPG first. And they, people don't get that. They want to Leroy Jenkins all about it. No, no, I'm not talking about you, Robbie. You, you actually work well in the team environment, you know. But this guy's cussing and hollering. He, wants to, he wanted to go to the Dark Zone constantly, but then he kept getting killed. And, and I'm like, dude. You can't go into the dark zone and get butthurt about dying constantly. That's what's going to happen in the dark zone. You have to be aware of what's happening, be on your guard constantly, and be ready to react. You have to have an escape. You have to have escape routes planned. When the shit hits the fan, you have to be already know ahead of time, guys, if we die, if anyone dies, let's go to meet at this rally point. You have to have plans already in, in action if you go to the dark zone. And you also have to accept the fact that sometimes even with the best laid plans, you might get killed. You might lose all the shit before you get to extract. And you might de-rank two or three times. That's just the way it is. You can't get butthurt about it. If you don't like it, don't go to Dark Zone. <laughs> Simple. Mm-hmm. But that's like what said, you have to if expect. You're gonna to, if you're going to go to the Dark Zone, guys, really, really, really try to get a couple friends on and at least have three go in there, or two go in there with you. So it's three people total because then even a group of four is going to have a hard time killing you you know, depending on their level, of course, but they're going to have a hard time killing you because you have three that can peel, and especially if you're working together and you have the communication. Yes, it's not a, oh, my God, these guys are talking about, you got to have, you're, they're trying to be elitist in a, a game that we're trying to have fun in. No, it's it's not about being an elitist. It's about playing the game how it's intended to be played. Oh, yeah, Not absolutely. just go around, oh, let's get, there. hey, there's only one guy there. Let's just kill him and take his shit. Yeah, there's a time and a place for that, but not not just every single time you turn on your fucking console or your PC. I mean, it's uh, it's just play the game. I mean, I understand if somebody is level thirty and um, you know they they want to go off and troll and stuff. But tell you what, level thirties can't get in with level ones and four to fourteens or level fifteen to twenty or whatever it is. Level thirties are by themselves. Though, level 30s you could always level 30s. you could always transfer to a higher bracket in the dark zone, but you're probably gonna get whooped. <laughs> That's a, so if if you have friends that are in a higher bracket, you can bracket always go you, up, but yeah, you can't go down. Exactly. So you won't you won't see someone as overgeared down in the lower bracket, which that would suck. Can you imagine? Because yeah, no, I couldn't. Um, because basically, it's 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 basically if you're gonna take the chance and play with somebody that's out out leveling you, um, and like Yogi said, by three levels or more, um, don't even group with them. Get your levels, you know, go in there and you know, even if you go in there by yourself. And I'm gonna tell you something right now. If you go in there and you plan on it and get into the game at about seven in the morning, eight in the morning. I know it's weird times, and, oh, I'm at work then. Well, sorry for your luck. But if you get in there <laughs> about that time, 7, 8, 9 o'clock in the morning, no matter if you're PC or, or console, there's nobody online. 
You can do everything you need. Just make sure you stay in the the level the level range that you need to stay in. You can farm all the gear you want. Yeah, and the dark zone and, and the dark zone are really good, man. And nobody's gonna fuck with you because they're not online. You might have one or two people that come up and be like, "What's up?" You know, but most of these guys are just trying to do the same thing you are. They're trying to farm gear, and they don't they don't want to disc golfing. Now, I can't really speak for console, but. On PC, we don't just we just don't go killing people just for the hell of it. Yeah, Unless the console being, now if they're being assholes or if they're being dickheads and they're like fuck you, you know, okay, yeah, you want to fuck me? How about this? One bullet to their head. Console people are definitely a lot more eager to start a fight just for the mm-hmm. hell of it. I mean, it's, I, I even like you said, I it's even that Call of Duty. It. It's that it's that it's that Halo that Call of Duty aspect. Yep. Run and gun, go 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 go, kill 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 kill. I mean, I only initiated uh, Rogue Protocol once, and it was because a guy clearly saw that I was fighting a bunch of mobs by myself. He stood by, let me get killed, and then cleared the mobs and picked up uh, the drop that, and stole my drop that was in there. And he saw me coming back. So I, I found him, I killed him, and I took my shit back. <laughs> but I had the, the decency to tell my group, guys, this fucker took my shit. He very deliberately did it, and I'm going to shoot him. So uh, we're going to go rogue. If you don't want to be a part of it, disband now. And I was like, all right, go for it, Yogi. We got your back. I'm like, all right. And I, See, I, I and shot the fucker. And that's the funny thing, too. The rogue only, the first one only starts, and you're only 60 seconds. So what I suggest to people, and I know we're going to be talking about this a little longer, but what I suggest to people to do is look around the map. Look at anywhere... Um, that you can go into uh, up on a ladder, uh, up high, you know, to where people actually have to climb a ladder to get to you. Um, there's one spot, and I'll tell you guys right where it's at. The first door that you're allowed to go in when you start going into the dark zone, okay? And, you you know, you go through the door, and then you go underneath a um, a big metal box. The box, it's up in the air. You go underneath it. Well, if you swing to the right and stay on that right wall... You actually go into a little uh, a little alleyway, and at the end of that alleyway, on the left hand side, there's a ladder. You climb up to that ladder. This is if you're rogue. Yes, you're right by the door, and people can will know you're there. But if you set up and you have two or three people, and you set up, and as soon as they start coming up that ladder, you just drill them in the head, drill them in the head, yeah. drill them in the head, drill them in the head. Yes, it's you're staying rogue for longer, but. The of kind of the amount of like money and the currency that you get for killing people in the dark zone is amazing. You know what's funny about that too, Obi? That's a freaking carryover from other Tom Clancy games. That's been like the longest staple. The old camp out at the top of a ladder. It's like this is the only entry point. You go up the ladder. I'm gonna I'm gonna shoot you before you even make it. Like mm-hmm. this is the only way you come from. Oh, that's that's an old competitive ghost recon used to be the worst because people just go on the top of a perch, but they know there's only one way to get up there. That's the ladder, and there's no other vantage point to that place. And it's like, well, if you want to get me, come get me. That's the only way you're gonna kill me. <laughs> just kept yeah, the shit get, out of the ladder. You uh, can get lucky, and like me, Fatal, and um, his roommate, we got lucky, and we all threw a grenade at the same exact time at the same exact uh, angle, almost. And we killed all four of them in three grenade shots, which was really, really cool. Like, we didn't, we weren't rogue or nothing like that, so they'd have to come back in and kill us. So basically what we did is we took the, got everything, and then ran like hell. <laughs> uh, we ran around the corner, hid for a little while, um, 
and then basically we we went up into an area that we were it was too big for us basically and uh that's where we extracted because if we wouldn't have they would have come back and killed us and took their shit back i mean i mean there's ways that you can do it like i said just be in a group yeah you're gonna have more fun you're gonna you know instead of saying fuck this game you're gonna be like yeah this game's pretty cool and i'm gonna make sure i'm with a group and that's the thing about this game like even with elder scrolls online and I've told you this before, I feel Elder Scrolls Online, a lot of MMOs make it too easy to go lone wolf and play it by yourself and enjoy m- most of the content alone, which kind of defeats the purpose of playing the MMO. You know, it's massively multiplayer, not massively single player, but whatever. But in, in, in this game, and everyone I've talked to says it, you have to play it with friends. It's like a hundred times better with friends. And it's really, a lot of the content is tuned for groups. And, and I, it boggles my mind that I have so many friends that still try to play this solo, or they're mad because they're like, "Oh, it really, I'm upset." There's no single player. It's like that's not what this is. It wasn't never intended to be a single player experience. It's a pure multiplayer experience. If you want a single player experience, there's something like it elsewhere, but this isn't it. Same thing mm-hmm. with Rainbow Six Siege. I don't. People are trying to make games into what they're not. If you like this kind of thing, there's something like it elsewhere. I'm getting that, really good at that shield guy. At Oh yeah, the shield guy in the siege. Yeah, I got I told, it to where I told I you to it, like him. I got it to where I can put my crosshair, you know, just behind the shield, and as soon as I pop out and aim with my gun, it's it's two shot headshot, and it's with the I'm yeah. Have you tried the 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 ballistic shield in uh, division? Uh, no, dude. Going tank in the division is pretty pretty pimp, dude. Yeah. Yeah, you give it a try sometimes. You just spec into health and uh, you want to do stamina and electronics. Because you know, all your skills uh, scale off of your electronics uh, stat. Okay. But, uh, you know, it's crazy. Like you said, you know, you really got to play this game with friends. And if it, were, if, it, if it weren't for people playing it constantly, like I, every time I'm trying to get off this game, dude, I, and I have my group open. My friends can jump in and jump out at any time. And I love that it's so seamless. That's just part of the fun to jump in and, and out gameplay. You know, you could join someone else's group, pop to another group, some, and vice versa. And that's mm-hmm. really neat. You can go into matchmaking for pretty much anything, too, to fill up the rest of your group. And it's great. And it's all really seamless. But if it wasn't, if it wasn't for that, if it weren't for that, right, because it's time that I'm about to hop on, I need to get off of this, I got other stuff to do. But, you know, people jump into my group, and then I end up playing more. If it wasn't for that, I'd probably have maybe 20, 30 hours into the game. I looked today... Uh, I looked at the game hub on Xbox One for the division, and it shows a little leaderboard for, and it shows the gamer score and different, you know, kill stat, different stats. And I looked at the uh, gameplay hours, or hour, or I forget how they actually qualified it, but hours played, and I had 89 hours. <laughs> I'm like, damn! And that right there, ladies and gentlemen, is why I never see him. Besides when I beg, hey, can we please play Siege? We played or, hey, can we please a. Play don't be like that, Obi. That makes me feel sad. Because we played like three hours of Siege. We actually had some quality time. We were laughing like crazy. Then the yeah, fatal door. Yeah, God, I should have turned on the stream last night. <laughs> oh, my God. You guys, you guys have no idea. It was, it was to the point where we would sit there and go, and I was getting the hang of the shield, and I was like, bam, hit him, motherfucker. And I'd, sh- I'd, I'd flash him, and I'd shoot him in the face, and he's like, oh, shit, Obi. And then all of a sudden, something would happen. One of our guys would just run out and go, hey, and get shot in the face. And we were just laughing at it like it was – because once Yogi starts laughing on something he thinks is funny, it's done. 
Like, <laughs> that right there. That's all you hear for, like, ten minutes. <gasps> it was great. So, yeah, yeah, we'll be, we'll be, and since the Xbox is a little bit easier to just start streaming and go, um, we'll be, we'll be doing some of that, especially when I get the capture card and all that. Yeah, sadly, the the only thing that sucks about streaming from consoles is that, you know, because of the privacy concerns, you can't stream people's audio, so it'll be a one-sided conversation that people will hear on the videos and the stream. Uh, I know on PlayStation, people could opt in to allow their audio to come out on the, on, on the stream or a video. Mm-hmm. And I suppose one, they just decided not to allow it at all. Um, and, I, and I get it, people are paranoid, they don't want re- conversations to be recorded and whatever, so... Sadly, but you know what? The thing is, if someone really wants to do it, they'll just get a you know a PVR or a capture card and boom, or a, a mixer. You know, there's ways around that. <laughs> so whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, BFT says, like Street Fighter Five, its focus was competitive multiplayer, where people are crying, keep crying about the lack of single player modes. But that's the thing, though. Street Fighter is a franchise that's been around for a long time, and it's always had X, Y, and Z. But then they say it's just gonna have X now. You know, that's why people are crying about it. This is a brand new franchise, and they were clear from the beginning, it's, it's a multiplayer game, you know? So people, you know, if I say, hey, I'm, I'm uh, making you a pie, and then you, you get mad at me and say, why isn't this cake? Well, I said it's going to be pie. Like, I, I know they're kind of similar, but I told you it's going to be pie. Why did you expect cake? Well, mm-hmm. it's, just, it's still a dessert, but it, okay. one's cake and one's pie. So fuck you. And I always come back to food. <laughs> Anywho, um, you know we like we like to get some of your feedback too, guys. Uh, if you have your any impressions, uh, tidbits you like to share, theory crafting, uh, any thoughts at all about the division and what your experience has been so far, and what you hope the game will become, what you hope you'll see, maybe some of the bugs that are, are bugging you, for lack of a better word. Uh, you know, again, voicemail or text messages. Six four six eight zero one two one four nine. Again, six four six eight zero one two one four nine. But um, I think one of the things we still got some time to talk about this. There's, there's a lot to cover here, right? Obi, there's a lot to talk about. Should we talk about? There's a few things to talk about. Uh, well, first of all, I want to talk about uh, real quick. There's been a strange black man following me around everywhere I go on the division, and it's making me very uncomfortable. He, he's got shades, so I can never look him in the eye. He's got, like, dreadlocks, and they're kind of dirty looking. And he just keeps following me, and it's making me a little uncomfortable. Uh, the, the black guy's name is Nobody's 86 uh, I just want to say that please stop touching my butt. That's, that's all. You can follow me, just don't touch my butt. And if it's just oh, butt, I came back at the wrong place. Ah, oh, you bit. I was wondering why you didn't react. Because <laughs> the, the joke is Robbie is the whitest guy possible He lives in the UK And he, he's clearly like Pale, pasty skin <laughs> But he plays a black guy In the division Oh, it's great Ricky giving him a hard time about it <laughs> But And then there's another thing too Robbie's never in front of you Every time I turn around He's always behind me Like he's doing it deliberately <laughs> Like, are you pickpocketing me? <laughs> That's racist uh, Anyway Back to serious stuff. Serious, serious conversation. We're a serious podcast here, folks. So, um, so Obi, before we uh, start wrapping up, should we talk about the lame Destiny comparisons? Should we talk about the updates that are coming? Or should we talk about 
the general concerns we have, especially with regards to the end game activities and the replayability when you when you reach the cap. Um, how about I let you pick? Oh God, don't do that, <laughs> dude. Right. I'm 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 slowly fading, like going. Do I really want to play Siege after this? Not really. <laughs> <laughs> I feel you, man. Uh, all right, so all right, this is what we'll do. Because I think we need, we need to talk about the content that's coming, and then kind of key off of that and see if we have enough time. But real, real quick, you know, I know we've said it ourselves that this that the division is the game that Destiny should have been, and I still <laughs> feel that all the way. Because as much as Destiny has great atmosphere and Bungie still delivers when it comes to the way the guns handle and the you know when it comes to fast play fast paced shooters they do it right right like the arena style very visceral kind of shooter run, you know the running gun thing they do it well and the thing is Destiny though at the end of the day is a PvP game with some PVE around it and those worlds are super tiny. Um, I think the division. I'm gonna say it, it has more story than Destiny. It it has a more clear direction than Destiny, you know. And I see more potential than what Destiny's offering right now. Uh, there's more variety in the drops in the division. The gun handling in the division is fantastic. I would say it's on par, if not better, than than Destiny. But the gameplay, but then again, it's not fair either because it's a different kind of experience. This is more of a tactical, team-oriented gameplay style. Whereas Destiny very much caters to people that like to run and gun and be a lone wolf and just do whatever they want. It's not really much communication and, and, and strategy. It's just kind of like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to freaking teleport and shotgun you in your face. Yeah, and then I'm going to teleport away. And that's pretty much what it devolves to. Or you have the guy that just sits, sits in his ass all day and snipes, you know. Um, and it hasn't really changed much from that. That's really what it is. Um, so it's very different. You know, we joke that we say that the division is what Destiny should have been, but they are different games. And I want to be clear on that. Uh, Destiny's not a bad game. It's just the reason we make the comparison is because Destiny could have been a, a lot, uh, could have offered a lot of what De- of what the division is offering. I've, really, I think the division is doing really well and it's going to keep growing because it fills a void that Destiny probably won't ever fill. And it's sad to say because I really, you know, I love Destiny to begin with. I love the community and people still really, still really hardcore about it. People still invite me to play Destiny. And I'm like, nope, I'm not touching it. They fucked up too many times. You know, it's just, I, I, can't, I can't support that kind of behavior. Nope. So, anywho, before I go off on a rant on that again. So there's two free updates coming and tons of expansions. So I love this already, Obi. Two free updates. This is the way gaming used to be. You would get... Free content, you get a value added, they would go above and beyond your expectations, and then when they had premium stuff, stuff that they developed after the fact, they would do expansions. Now, they probably have all this content already done already, whatever, but two free updates, hey, that's cool, that's better than what most studios do these days, at least the big studios. So, you know, there's a lot of talk about whether the season pass is worth it, or, um, you know, and there's also people talking about how the survival... Um, expansion is not going to have a horde mode, you know, and we're not going to get into the, all those specific of whether the season pass is worth it or not. From what I understand, the season pass will cover you for the next three expansions, but it's going to be more beyond that. And there's going to be more content this year. So let's talk about the first, the two expansions that are free. So in April already, next month, the first free update 
Well, let's introduce the first incursion, which is a new challenging endgame activity, and this is their own words, that's developed specifically for squad play. Uh, so I love this already. PvE? Yes, we need more of it. Uh, teams will be able to test their skills as they face seemingly unstoppable enemies to gain high-level weapons and equipment. Now, a lot of the content already seems to be geared towards loot, and I like that, but I also hope that they, they look at a variety of types of experiences, and also they drive, they push in the envelope when it comes to mechanics. Because I think the most satisfying thing in MMOs, more specifically MMORPGs, is when you have battles, when you have encounters, when you have dungeons, when you have raids, where there are mechanics you have to learn and you have to perfect the art and, and to go on multiple runs until you get it right. Because even after watching videos and, and, and talking to people and having people lead you through it, it still comes down to, like, you have to experience it and then learn what to do better and get, kind of get a feel for it on your own. And that's satisfying. But, you know, the further you get, the more rewards you get. So, you know, whether the value is intrinsic or extrinsic, it's still there. And you want to go back to it and, and keep repeating it and replay value. And not just padding that replay value. It's, it's just fun. You're challenging yourself. And that's what Endgame, to me, should be, not just the loot. Uh, they're also introducing with that with that patch, uh, that update, uh, one of the community's most wanted features, something that we we thought wouldn't happen, is loot trading. Now, I'm sure there's going to be some, some uh, limitations. I'm guessing it's going to be one of those things where if you pick up something and then you equip it, it's bound to you. But if you just pick it up and you don't do anything with it, it just sits there, you could trade it. That's probably what they're going to end up doing. Um, and they say it will allow players in the same group to trade loot collected during the co-op game session. So they're adding, they're adding a time variable to it. So that's pretty cool. It's a limited trading thing, but it's still pretty cool. Like if someone says, hey, I just got this drop, uh, someone might go, meh, I got this drop. Someone else might say, that's exactly what I need. Boom. Done. So that's awesome. And then in May, just a month after that release, they're going to have the second free update, which is going to add new features to the Dark Zone and a new incursion in the iconic Columbus Circle. Columbus Circle, which is right next to Central Park. I hope Col Columbus Circle comes along with Central Park. It's probably too much to ask, because Central Park is going to be huge. I, I, I want to know what they're going to do with Central Park, because that could be so much fun, having all those little nooks and crannies and the, the valleys and the hills and little... Caves and kind of weird stuff to hide in, like there's Central Park has. Enemy, there's probably gonna be enemy incursions everywhere in Central Park, dude. <laughs> I, I, like Central Park, you know, it's, it's like a maze. Like if they, oh, dude, if they do a good job at Central Park, I, I'll be completely sold. I mean, I'm already sold, but they do that right, that's it. They got a fan for life. So, what do you think about this so far, Obi? Does it get you excited? Um, I'm 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 ready to give it a. Sh I mean, I, well, first of all, I'm ready to get to the level thirty, but you know, I'm ready to get to where you know get to where it's end game stuff. To where you know, even if we can do loot trading, we still have to be in the same group, which is basically what they would have to do is just allow you to drop that piece of gear to where another group member can pick it up. Only, you know, if you drop it and leave it there, nobody else can pick it up. Yeah, that uh, and then, cool. then, uh, then once you like leave the instance or within like ten minutes or whatever, it vanishes or some you know something like that. Um, the uh, the uh, the conflict uh, with the new upgrades to the dark zone stuff, I dude, I can't wait uh, just yeah. to see what kind of guns and what kind of power these guns have. And it might be an AK, but it's a level thirty AK or a level thirty AK with, with you know two or three stats opposed to two stats or you know whatever. Yeah. Um, you know, where you'll get where you'll get uh, 
you know, stability for or whatever, and then you'll get uh, your first bullet accuracy is up, or, you know, you'll get um, reduced threat, you know, with, you know, reduced threat, and, you know, uh, you know, if you have a silencer or something like that, you get reduced threat, and then maybe they add something of a damage bonus, you know, like you don't even have a silencer, but you do, kind of thing. Or if you're a tank, increased threat, because you want to pull that aggro. Yep. Dude, I'm, I'm excited about it, and uh, the three expansions, Underground, Survival, and Last Stand, sound great. We'll probably talk about that more next week. Right. Um, just a real quick tip here. Uh, I would like everybody to join us in the our community for The Division, and pretty much all Time Classic again. I think we're all really big fans of Time Classic, but particularly The Division. You know, we got, we got Ghost Recon and Wildlands coming, and, and you know, we're playing Rainbow Six Siege, too, so that'd be cool. it'd be cool to get a whole community going on that. Talking about Tom Classic games because they all have a similar feel, like that, that very tactical, team-oriented, objective-driven kind of experience. That's what I love about the Tom Classic games. And that's what you like too, right, Obi? Yeah, I like just with the Tom Clancy games. I like the the aspect of the guns and you know, be having to do a mission or a an objective a certain way. If you don't do it or if you don't follow this path where you stay out of sight or you know, doing whatever, because, like, you know, the ones was, like, Ghost Recon, where they were in the jungle, you know, or whatever. Yeah. If you if you walk through the water and you weren't, like, walking, you were, like, walking fast, you'd make too much noise and they'd hear you and come blasting and yep. kill your whole squad. Yep. Uh, you know, those kind of aspects I do love uh, when it comes down to, and, of course, you know, the military aspect of, you know, uh, shoot and move and communicate, you know, just the, you know, shoot, move, communicate, kill. Uh, where you're going through and you have to, you know, you have to talk to you, the rest of your squad saying, okay, there's two guys up here on the right, one on the left, and one far sniper window or whatever. So then you can get all four guys and you can do, you basically take one or two shots and all four guys are dead. You know, um, yeah. you know, th- that, that kind of aspect to where, you know, you might have to sneak up on somebody and you have to knife them because if they make too much noise, or if you shoot your gun, even with the silencer, they're going to hear it and then come at, come at you. So, yeah, nobodies. Have a good one, dude. Uh, have a good one at work. That sucks, man. I'm getting ready to go to bed. See you, Robbie. Well, he's five hours ahead of us, so it's, five, it's almost six in the morning for him. But uh, have a good one, Robbie. We'll, we'll, I'll see you later on uh, Elder Scrolls Online on the division, depending what the mood uh, mm-hmm. is uh, striking at the moment. <laughs> but um, but th- that kind of aspect, uh, I do enjoy it. Uh, I really do. Just because, but only like I don't like playing by myself. Like, I've said it yeah. before, but. Um, if I gotta play by myself, I might as well go play Counter Strike or yep, or go play Rocket League where I'm. I know I'm gonna be by myself, and I just queue up with other people. Yeah, because the MMO you know. by yourself is a really boring, grindy single player game. It's, well, it's because it's so grindy. Yeah. Um, you know, doing missions and doing this and doing that, even just that one person to be, you know, just a bullshit with. Yep. Like if you guys see, if you guys ever see me on Steam and I'm I'm playing the division, nine times out of ten, Fatal's with me, or I have somebody from the Cerberus Assault guys over in EU. I'm playing with one of the couple of those guys, and I'm like I'm on the Discord and we're just having fun and we're just chilling, going and we're farming up levels. We're just you know we're going. So okay, guys, we're level twelve uh, or we're level fifteen. Let's get to twenty today, and then we just do it. Just go. And just play is until we get to twenty. By the time we get to twenty, even if we're with two or three other people, we're like, okay, um, man, let's take a break from this for a little while. And by the way, this this game does let you 
power level others. Mm-hmm. However, it will be very tedious for the person who's getting leveled because if you get exposed, you're going to get one hit. Right. And it's a very simple process. You just let the people do hard content or you know missions that are five, ten levels ahead of you and just soak up the experience just by being there. Mm-hmm. That's it. If you're in the area when it gets completed, you get credit for it, even if you didn't really participate. Right. Guys, unfortunately, it's about that time. But if you guys have your own thoughts, please let us know. You guys can email us, um, of course, uh, at mailageekantics.net. Of course, you guys can leave a voicemail or a text, 646-801-2149, 646-801-2149. Let us know what you guys think about this topic. Do you guys like the division? Do you hate it? Let's Let us know. Um, and Obi, tell course, them about the Facebook group too. Saw that. Wink, wink. Yeah, you didn't write it in. Uh, Horseplay oh. Live is everywhere you can listen to or download awesome podcasts, guys, including allgames.com, Player FM, Stitcher, and TuneIn Radio. Please take a few minutes out to thumbs up, favorite, subscribe, share. Hell, even better, guys. We'd love if you guys leave some reviews and comments. We are getting some reviews and comments, and you guys are awesome. Thank you very much. Keep those reviews and comments coming. They really help us out. It kind of knows what we need to do to make everything better. So, of course, huge huge thanks to everybody who's been promoting our content. We love you guys. And, of course, you guys go over to Facebook.com and go to Facebook, uh, Facebook.com forward slash Geeky Antics. I mean, I don't know if it's a, it's a forward slash. But you guys can check us out. That we got groups everywhere. If you guys want to know anything, let us know. As soon as he writes it in, I'll actually read it. Um, but... Uh, of course, if you guys like eye candy, we have YouTube and Twitch uh, videos, youtube.com forward slash geekyantics, twitch.tv forward slash geekyantics. Of course, here at Geekyantics Network, in collaboration with All Games Radio Network, we have tons of shows that we cover with a wide spectrum of topics. We can't possibly plug them all. So if you guys go over to geekyantics.net forward slash schedule, you can look at all those other ones. Uh, you can also see our flagship shows on Twitch profile and our aggregate feed over at geekyantics.net for slash podcasts. Did you write it in yet? I did, but I put okay. it uh, I put it up under the the feature discussion because it's you relevant it, to that. You put it way up there. I could I could put it down towards the end. What is? How about more this, guys? Go ahead, join us on Facebook. Look for Geeky Antics, the division. Uh, under Facebook groups, it, it, it'll pop right up, and you'll see our logo right there. Yeah. Um, and join us. And even if even if you're playing on console and and we're talking about you know PC, it's the same game. Go, come join us, guys. Just collaborate a little bit. So, guys, don't forget that of course our intro and outro is brought to you royalty free by TechnoX.com. That's Techno with a K. Go check them out. Thousands of music, songs, dubsteps. Remixes everything. You guys go go check them out. Yogi, where can everybody find you at, sir? Well, I'm Yogizilla everywhere. Xbox Live, Steam, Twitter, Facebook. Look us up again. Again, as Obi mentioned, we have the Facebook page. We have Facebook groups for Elder Scrolls Online, uh, Division, Time Classic Games, all all kinds of stuff. If you just look up Geeky Antics, mm-hmm. you'll be able to find us and uh, connect. Definitely. Guys, if you guys are listening to us on allgames.com, the Dead Pixel Live Power Ranking Show is up next, followed by Knuckleballer Radio at its new time every Thursday at 9 p.m. Eastern Time. Be sure to hang out and chat with us, guys, by clicking the live or chat button. Of course, you guys remember that the B-Team Podcast is now on Tuesdays at 9 p.m. Eastern on our unofficial sister network, All Games Radio Network. As from from myself, we'll be 1X2, my cohort over there, Yogi Zilla. 
We love you guys. Thank you guys for watching. This is Horseplay Live. We'll see you guys next week. Peace. Lanternas! a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up. CarShield has a low-cost, month-to-month vehicle protection plan that covers more parts than ever. Visit carshield.com audio to find out how you could pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Get your free quote today at carshield.com audio. That's carshield.com audio.